ladies and gentlemen, around the world, wherever you may be, get ready for Harmontown. Welcome to the stage, the mayor of Harmontown. You know who he is. You know how he gets down. Dan Harmon. Beats, beats, rap, rapping beats, beating to the rap, the rap that can't be beat. Dan Harmon on the microphone, slipping your mama's my Harmon bone. It's a tiny penis, but it gets the job done. It's not the way you use it, it's whether you have fun, and whether she does too, and if you have her consent, and whether you do it in a sleeping bag or tent. I took your mama camping up at Algonquin Falls. It's a place outside of shopping malls. Zombies attacked, and we took refuge in the building. I fucked your mama so hard, I was gilding her pussy. My, my penis is gold. It plates your pussy. As I'm told, it's a chemical process of called electroplating. I fucked it. Fuck your mama when I'm masturbating. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. 2006, motherfuckers. Yeah. I saw, I saw a pumpkin once. I saw it, a paper hat on a dunce. A paper cone. You wear it like a hat. You punish kids like that. You make them wear a cone made out of paper. It's like Don Draper did. 1961. Fucked your mama so hard. I made her come. She came all night. She saw the light. The coming light. The orgasm light. The Christian light. Gave her what's right, put her on the cross, sucked on her feet, poked her with a spear just to make sure she was dead. I, that's, that's fucked up. After three days, she woke up. She came back out. She said, give me more dick, because what's up? I took her down to the park at dark. Fucked her until it was no longer dark. The sun come up on me fucking your mom. She took a pom-pom. She did a splits in the air. She said, rah-rah, hooray, chair. And I said, table. She said, furniture. I said, cable. We were free associating. Fucked your mama so hard. I was electroplating her with the aforementioned system. I fucked your mama, but listen, she liked it, and afterwards, we went biking, cardiovascular, it was spectacular, Dope. raise your heart rate, don't even masturbate, no fat, F-A-P, no, not for me, Fucking your mama's the only activity I wanna be doing. Coming inside, it's an organic process. Makes your orgasm more wide, fulfilling. The bandwidth of your pleasure. <sighs> Fuck your mama at my leisure. It's a, it's a job though. I get it done. Like Larry Cable Guy. I'm number one. A yip, yippity yip. A yip, 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 yip. A yip, 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 yip. Harmontown. 
is the show that's beginning. Harmon Town is not the show that's losing. It's the show that's winning. There's no audience allowed in the warehouse because the the man came down and shut it down. Thousand Island dressing. Yo, Deborah Messing. De- Deborah Messing. Yo, De- Deborah Messing. Deborah Messing isn't messing around. Harmon Town is about to go down. And then it comes up. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Deborah Messing. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Deborah Messing, for, for, for having that name. All right. Well, yeah, I thought, I thought if we started with a rap that maybe the, uh, energy would be up more. I forgot. I, I, yeah, I forgot about this. I feel like people at home are definitely bopping their heads. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So I was shaving. I was trimming. I was trying to trim my beard to go to, uh, this thing. I had to do this Rosemary documentary Q and A. With Dick Van Dyke, I was like, ah, I'm going to be sitting next to Dick Van Dyke. He's a very handsome guy. Respect. Yeah. So I tried to trim a little bit, and then I, I nicked, and I disconnected right where the mustache meets the beard. And I, and I was like, oh, I better do that on the other side. It, 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 I look like a ventriloquist dummy or yeah. like an Amish Japanese assassin, <laughs> <laughs> an Amish, uh, an Amish ninja fusion. I don't know what I, it was, it was, it looked really distinct. It looked really yeah. specific and it was going to distract me all night. So then I just shaved the whole beard. <sighs> Rather than look like a shitty auctioneer. Yeah. So now yeah. I look great. <laughs> How do you feel though? Cause you, you look younger. Mm. Yeah. But what's the point of being younger? If you're a young tub of shit, <laughs> you look like a young fucking, uh, sad pimply seal. <laughs> But uh, but uh, but uh, but uh, not a sad pimply seal a day over five, which is fifty in seal years. Um, How was it? It was interesting. I really like that documentary. I really recommend it a lot. It it, it has the unintended effect of making you kind of comfortable with mortality. Rosemary is ninety five years old, ninety four. Uh, she kind of like she's she's almost literally born entertaining she's like four years old and she's like singing and and then she's 94 at the end of the documentary and she's she's saying like why am i left what am i does anybody have a work for me like i can come in my wheelchair and like she's and she's just like what any anybody want me to do something i'll do something and i i was like yeah there's that or then there's the Jim Carrey method like i i watched that documentary where Jim Carrey talks about being Andy Kaufman and and his whole thing is like, you know, none of this matters. And, you know, he had the, you know, he's like, oh, that's not a coffee cup. It's a, you know, I'm not about to drink out of it. Oh, now I did. And like he had to, if you're Jim Carrey, you probably have to, you can't just be like, I'll do anything. So then you have to be like, okay, how do I feel about having a trillion dollars? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and being broke. He started out so poor. Yeah. And Canadian, which Same. is like, uh, yeah, like, like that's like the poverty of nationalities. So even a rich Canadian is like a fucking. It's <laughs> already starting at zero. Um, I'd, I'd apologize, but Canadians don't care. 
Yeah, they're too nice. Yeah, they're they're they're, nice. they're apologizing to me. Yeah, they just happen to be shouted out at this point. <laughs> they're 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 they're, right. they're tweeting. I'm sorry, <laughs> you called us pieces of shit right now. <sighs> um, so you were inside a lot. I take it when you weren't going out because that means you watched a lot of documentaries. Yeah, I mean it's uh, what? W- yeah, do you uh, do you go outside a lot? I go outside a lot. You do? Yeah, yeah. It's where the people are. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Like, I like to watch the people. You, 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 how can you keep an eye on all of them? Right, you know that one of them is going to kill you, right? Yeah. Well, I keep an eye on that one, especially. But you yeah. know, the only way to guarantee you don't die by person is to stay <laughs> away from all of them, and that they are the number one killer of people right now. I mean, I'm just trying. I don't go to. You know, there's a lot of places that I've seen when you know things go down, so I know not to go to certain concerts and certain places. How would you that. have known to avoid the? Would you, I think you would have considered the. Don McLean, what was that guy's name? Like you would have got. I'm not it. headed to like a, an Eagles reunion. Right. I'm not going to any sort of like. You can't tell what concert's gonna get. I can. Gonna get blown up. How? What do you mean? You can't tell. Are you magical? Are you like a CW hero? Are you? Do you have a? Are you the mentalist? The mentalist when it comes to concerts. Or are you saying you have a system? Tell I have a system. I live. I, be, I live right beneath the Greek. I've lived there for like 15 years, as you do as well. And you sort of get an idea of who's at the concert and what the show is going to be by like who's marching up the hill. So yeah. I know well, is there, is there, is, is there a concert you'd buy a ticket to and then as you were walking up to the Greek theater, you'd like stop and turn around because you didn't, you were like, ah, there's a lot of juggalos here. Fish. <laughs> juggalos. <laughs> juggalos. <laughs> Juggaloos. Juggalees. You were right. Juggal- you were so right. <laughs> Juggle, 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 juggle lem, juggle, juggle, juggle lie, juggle like uh, juggle lows or goose. So juggle Give me a beat. What's it all about? Yo, going to concerts. Ah, ah, ah. Yo. What's it all about? Yo, what's it all about? Alright, that's it. <laughs> Just looks. Just hooks tonight, folks. <laughs> no verse. Just hooks tonight. Uh, <laughs> um, our guest tonight is uh, is is uh, Rob Hubel. Let's <laughs> bring. Uh, you can sit. Yeah, over there is probably better. Hello, everybody. <laughs> there's no, there's, we got shut down by the fire marshal. But there's, you know, there's the live streamers. Right? Yeah. Yeah, the That's subscribers. What That's what I meant. Do you want to hear my subscriber rap? Dude, uh, your opening rap, you're really good at that. I'm not gonna let that make this rap worse. Hit it. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Subscribers. Yo. Imbibers, yo, philosophizers, yo, five dollars a month, getting this shit on, G Funk, helping us out financially. If I was a subscriber, I'd be like Mini Driver, British but 
fake the accent. Fuck your mama, an accident. Yo, I put my dick in her pussy, said whoops, 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 a whoopsie, whoopsie dee. Whoop, 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 there goes my dick, there goes my dick. I slipped on my dick like a banana peel. I slipped on my dick, how does that make you feel? My dick's so long and slippery, I ain't gonna go to Tipperary. I'm not an old-timey singer. <laughs> Yo, hit subscribers, mini drivers. Subscribers in the driver's seat. Subscribers, $5 a month, $5 a month. Bring the, bring the funk. My name is Fred, I'm a subscriber. Thank you, Fred. My name is Janet. I'm a subscriber. Thank you, Janet. I see Tony. I see Sharonda. I see Peter Fonda. A lot of people don't know he subscribes. Remember in that movie where he drives a motorcycle with Dennis Hopper? I fucked your mama from the bottom and the topper. I fucked her titties first, then her feet. Then I did it backwards to the beat. Said hip hop. Then fuck your fuck, 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 fuck. That's a backwards fuck. Yo, I fucked your mama's butt. She didn't know what to expect. It just hurt. John Hurt. John Hurt was a robot in Aliens. Fucked your mama so hard she was a praline. Chris, dumb. You don't have to... Alright, cut it. You don't, to... you don't have to rhyme everything. That, uh... That was intense. There's a recurring theme. <laughs> I'm, I'm just picking up on a recurring theme really? about you fucking our moms. Right. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's been identified as a sort of crutch or a tick. It's, uh, kind of hard to get around. But it, it only touches on it briefly, and then it goes away, and then it comes back. Yeah. Then it drills down really hard on that. Yeah. Kind of goes away again. Yeah. But, if I were like working out at the gym, <laughs> I could take that song. Yeah, I'd put that song on the playlist. <laughs> it motivates you. Yeah, right. You'd want to be lean for now. Who made that? Mama. Who made these beats? Uh, who made these beats? Uh, a couple of them are from Paramount. Oh, parallel. <laughs> do we have do we have the rights to these things? <laughs> Can I ask some of this? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is it, yeah, you, do, fix yourself up okay. a little cocktail. Thank I'll, you. And I'll tell you what, I'll make you a special wrap just for your workouts. Oh shit! Hey, 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 give me a beat. Yeah. Yo, Rob Hubel, workout wrap. Yo, warm up. Yo, stretch. Don't forget to stretch. Yo. Stretch your feet, stretch your thighs, stretch your abdomen. I'm fucking your mama again what? tonight. Stretch your quads, stretch your glutes. <laughs> Fucked your mama with my dick flute. A toot-a-tootly-tootly-too. Mrs. Hubel is coming to school. No. Teaching her with my dick tonight. Workout tape, workout rap, doing it right. Fuck your head, fuck your eyes, fuck your ears. Stretch them out. Mrs. Hubel has no fears. I don't like this. I'm gonna swage her fears <laughs> through exposure therapy. <laughs> if she was scared of spiders, I'd slowly get her used to spiders. But she's just scared of my dick. Scared of my dick. 
so I'll give it a lick. I lick my own dick. Show her it's easy. I lick her dick. Then I get between her knees. Mrs. Hubel, please, can I fuck you till the break, break of dawn, till the early light? Mrs. Hubel, I might like to fuck you some more on all fours. Doggy style, they call it, but I don't like that language. Cause you're a woman to me. A human first, a partner second, a woman third, a dog fourth. All right, pick it up. <laughs> Don't forget to cool down. Cool down now. Did a good workout while I rapped. Rob Hubel's workout rap is a masterpiece. Fucked his mama in the east. Went to Pittsburgh, eastern seaboard. Fucked his mama so hard she blew out a knee cord. They call it a ligature. <laughs> Did I fuck Rob Hubel's mom? Sure, but then I married her after. And I gave her some dues from AFTRA. And SAG and BMI. Ass cap, don't go asking me why, because the ass is there and it needs something on it. What's Rob Hubel's mom's ass without a bonnet? She comes at you backwards, looks like a cyclops baby. <laughs> All right. Yeah, don't forget, walk it off and hydrate. <laughs> that was the most upsetting thing. <laughs> Thankfully, my mom is not a subscriber <laughs> and will not see that. Was any of that true? <laughs> Uh, the exposure therapy part seemed yeah. realistic to me. Yeah. Well, I've, it's researched. I also, mean, she does wear a bonnet. I can confirm. On her ass. Yes. yes. She ass does cap. wear a bonnet on her ass. Someone from ass cap to <laughs> a bonnet it. on her ass. Uh, yeah. That was good. I got so excited about the bonnet cause rhyming with on it that I fucked up. I said, so when you, when you start, when you realize you do have a rhyme, it'll just fuck up your yeah. shit. I'm like, so winded. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was on a treadmill. Did you guys get that? I was on a treadmill. Yeah, yeah, it was, you, yeah no, you were booping the, the... Yeah, it was pretty good scene work. Really adjusted all the speeds there. I yeah, that. I really am out of shape. I haven't worked out in a long time. Do you guys have any phobias uh, that Ooh. are genuine phobias? Like, And I would say the definition is, you know, not just being scared of something a lot or more than other people, but like phobia is a fear hmm. that uh, would... Uh, interfere with your ability to function in a, in a certain situation. Like if you're unable to go out on a balcony. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I have a phobia by definition. I've had a couple of uh, freak outs that I didn't, when I didn't know uh, I had this sort of situation. Like uh, one time we were shooting something and I, I had to wear a, uh, a spacesuit for this sketch that we were doing and I put on a uh and they got it for some reason they got a real spacesuit from NASA like a legit spacesuit with a helmet and everything and I put the helmet on and it you know it screws on to the neck thing and uh all of a sudden I couldn't get it off and nobody could get it off huh. 
and I had a fucking freak out panic attack. Like I was like, get it off, get it off, get it off, get it off, get it off. Like, and no, everyone's like, okay, just calm down, calm down. And like the thing, the, like the visor was closed. And so it was like fogging up and, you know, I just instantly thought like, oh, I'm just going to run out of air. And I, I would have been fine if I had just relaxed. But, uh, so I had a major freak out. That's not a phobia though. No, because that was impending death. I guess I'm scared of spacesuits. <laughs> For space. Astronauts. Yeah, when I was a kid, and we would play hide-and-go-seek and and stuff in the neighborhood, flashlight tag, I would, I was like, my strategy was I would find the the creepiest, darkest, tightest fucking place where any human being would never even look because it would be like, why would a person even fit in there or go in there? And then I would just hang out in there until the game was over and come out victorious. But, like... (laughs) I, I, and then at some point, I wonder if puberty does it or if it's, did I bring it up? Cause another thing I used to do is just let bugs and shit crawl all over me. Wow. But I think I know what happened there is like, I was f- so fascinated with bugs and spiders and stuff that my, uh, aunt gave me for, um, a Christmas gift, um, a big time life book of, um, big full color hardcover book full of the most, um, poisonous spiders in the world and like these crazy, like, close-up photography and, like, all these statistics about how fast they can crawl up your arm and go in your ear and stuff. And, like, I think the book freaked me out, made me start thinking of spiders as, I think, maybe. I don't know, So are you currently claustrophobic and terrified of spiders? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. Did it change? Because we had a really funny prank we were going to (laughs) do. Called Coffin (laughs) Full of Spiders. spiders. (laughs) I mean, everyone's... I wonder about, you know, when it comes to being afraid of being locked in a coffin and buried alive, that's not a phobia. That's just a... I think everybody, yeah. (laughs) Everyone has that fear, and it's not an irrational fear. Yeah. You should be afraid of that. Yeah. It'd be weird. It'd be a weird disorder if you were were into it. I've, I've done that. And yeah, again, that's not really a phobia, I guess. But one time, I sound like I shoot a lot of things. But we were uh, doing some pilot that didn't get picked up, and I was supposed to be dead. And uh, but they were shipping my body back home or something. So I was in a coffin, and uh, just for this one scene. But it was filled with coffee beans, so they covered me in coffee beans because they were like smuggling my body out of the country or something like that. So I had to lay in this coffin is they buried me in coffee beans like over my face and then they shut the coffin and i will say that was not cool like, jesus yeah that was pretty freaky good news is when that really happens you will be dead yes so you don't have to worry about it yeah unless you get buried alive on accident what do you mean you're still dead at that point you're like 15 minutes away from dead yeah yeah, yeah. the hor- most horrible death what are you afraid of brandon um, the dentist. I cannot stand the dentist. Really? Yeah, I have to get all doped up. I have to get a car service. It's a nightmare. Really? I cannot stand the dentist. I didn't have it. It was because we have a funny prank planned what? for you. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Called coffin full of dentists. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Dressed as spiders. Yeah. Right. <laughs> With coffee beans. Um. So do you just not go to the dentist? No, I go to the dentist all the time because I'm terrified. What do you mean all the time? I mean, I go to the dentist a lot. Oh, lot. yeah. Too much. <laughs> much i'm currently dating my dentist <laughs> i have a i have a deep cleaning coming up yeah at hollywood dental Ooh. steve levy booked me a dentist and, shout out and, hollywood uh, dental all your dental needs they uh the keys to the bathroom are on uh little uh, oscar trophies Ugh. does he have headshots of uh like famous people i think i i think so you'd think i would have looked at them and 
but I, it, the whole place is just, it's themed after like fame. It's a fame yeah. themed dentist, which what I a, found a little tacky. That's a great theme. And I texted Levy. I was like, "Really, Hollywood, Hollywood themed dentist place?" And and he's like, "It's got a really good reputation." And I was like, "Well, yeah, that's really fancy. I mean, there's stars everywhere and." But I don't know if, did you just read their press release or? I feel like the next sexual harassment thing, the next wave is going to be in the dental world. Just because that seems like it would be so easy. Yeah. You know, all of your patients are asleep and certainly there are tons of stories of waking up and there's like a dick on your shoulder or right. there you're are. pointing at me like I did. I didn't do that. Yeah, there are. No. There are tons of those stories. <laughs> I put my dick on the dentist's shoulder. When- well, we had a wave of those. Yeah. I mean, speaking of things that I'm surprised haven't come up given the current climate, like, man, Sean Penn must be just in a fucking cellar somewhere with a crossbow pointed at the door. Yeah, it seems like there would be... A lot of people that are like, oh, you. it's almost like it's almost like some people whose savagery was outed uh, twenty years ago are like getting some kind of like grandfathered in or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah, I, like yeah. I tied Madonna to a chair and beat her for three days, but uh, you know that was a long time. I got ago. caught doing yeah. that. I paid my debt to society by making some movies. Yeah, yeah. let's let's all still play Chris Brown and R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, it's the craziest thing. And it's crazy. Like all, it seems like there's, it's going to like spread to pro sports and music people, they, and those are easy though. Yeah, it's so easy. I want like every industry to have yeah, to start like Wall Street up. and yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I want uh, doctors and dentists and mailmen. Yeah. And I want the whole yeah, thing. The mailmen. Yeah, you know mailmen get down. <laughs> my mailman comes to my door with his dick out. <laughs> are you guys scared that it's going to extend to like? Just like secrets though, like private victimless stuff that just makes you a sicko. Like if I, if we start opening laptops and looking at bookmarks and stuff, like, 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 is it, do you ever worry that it's just going to get to that where it's like, what do you think about when you masturbate? Or what, or what seems like, it seems like there would be a line somewhere where, and also just, it seems like eventually there will be so much of it that none of it resonates do you know what i mean right yeah i keep worrying about that too like there being too much of a backlash yeah um or once it comes out once somebody proves that any of that and i didn't mean to derail us into this conversation i don't think uh, you did i think i probably but um, reason why we brought it up (laughs) but eventually someone will will get caught making it up Someone right. would be like, "Oh, I, I I made it up. I was trying to get money or whatever." And then that will that scares me because that could discredit the whole situation or or dilute yeah. the whole. I also worry about either between that or just the sheer volume of it and the, the breadth of it that like it'll play into a you know men's hands and they can go like, "See what happens after like a year and a half of it." Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that men will go. See, ladies, yeah. you just you can't you can't run the party. Like, right, this, right. This this is get, this has gotten crazy. You know why don't we? And then it's gonna and then we just go into Handmaid's Tale because it like gets so like if something happens where like a dude gets burnt alive. I haven't like, seen Handmaid's Tale. No spoilers. Yeah, it. Uh, 
But like, 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 if there was, a, yeah, I guess I'm saying the same thing you are. Yeah, but no, it would yeah. be like if there was like some crazy thing or like a guy got stoned to death or something at an Albertsons, and then and then it was the wrong um, Jeremy Piven. <laughs> it was like Jeremiah Piv- Pivine. Yeah, and he was like a, a feminist activist there is who was on his on. way to paint a sign. Right now, there's a Brian Posehn and a Brian Posen. <laughs> Brian Posen has just been outed. Oh, really? In Chicago, oh. it's a big deal in the comedy community. Um, and there's an L.A. group of people who know about him, but Brian Posehn is getting teased. Oh, wow. A little bit of the uh, the drama. I feel bad for real Joe Walsh, because there's that <laughs> Joe Walsh yeah. guy on Twitter yeah, who's yeah, like, yeah. always like, hey, you ever notice Santa Claus isn't black or whatever? Yeah, and then, yeah that confused me And it's always just Joe Walsh. Yeah, and then like, like, what the fuck? And then yeah. people will make jokes. They're like, hey, you're, you're living a life of illusion if you don't think that, you know, the healthcare should be socialized. And I'm like, this is so confusing is and sad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought for a hot second that Joe Walsh had become like a PJ O'Rourke figure or something yeah. that he was like. I did too. Yeah, I, I, I got. He was like, "Life's been that. good to me so far. Life's been really good to me so far." <laughs> yeah, you know what? And it's because I worked hard. Yeah, I pulled a Dennis Miller. <laughs> I pulled myself up by my bootstraps. Uh, no, but Jeff Davis knows the real Joe Walsh, who's still out there bopping around, being groovy, and and playing with the Eagles. Like, did Glenn Fry died? Right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess I think maybe Glenn Fry's death like brought the other Eagles. Uh, closer, and now they're like, I think touring and stuff. Oh, really? Mm. Something for you kids to get excited about. The audience is going crazy. <laughs> right? <laughs> they're going nuts. Uh, Cold War kids will be opening for them. <laughs> if that means anything to you kids. <laughs> I wonder if, like, if you are in a band that has seen better days, let's say. You know, you guys were big at one point, or legendary at one point. But you still have to live and make a living, and that's what you've been doing your whole life. Like, I wonder if it eventually starts to suck when you're just, like, doing county fairs, and, you know, you're like, she's my cherry pie. Yeah, right. Fuck. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure. That, uh, no offense to Warrant, or if, if that's who that total was. Total offense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's bands against each individual, each individual band, and a case by case band. But like, like some of them are excited about it, yeah. and some of them are like, like hate it. But it's like, yeah. We're it's not usually when somebody gets sick in the band, and they're like, "We got to get together because uh, Garth's gonna need a kidney, and yeah. he didn't invest so good after rehab, and." Oh, and that's always kind of sweet to see, but yeah. it's also kind of dark because the lead singer is like still prosperous and goes off on his own, kind of looks back at his band like, I mean, I'm Pharrell. And yeah. <laughs> Fuck Garth. Right. Fuck Garth. I'm Pharrell, and uh, you guys are nerd. It's great. <laughs> Prince will get the revolution back together again because yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisa and Wendy need something. <laughs> Lisa and Wendy need socks. They spent all their sock money. Yeah. Uh, I like that Pharrell and Garth are, are out there together. <laughs> I let you know New Edition was like, we gotta, Bobby Brown, we gotta do something. We gotta do it. We gotta help him out. Yeah. I, 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 I hope that I find a billion dollars under a rock tomorrow so I can curl up under my bed and wait for the world to end. That might happen. Give me a beat. I'm not working after this. Zibbity-zah! 
Yeah. Tomas, Tomas, Tomas. Yeah. French rapping. Tomas in the house. MC Tomas. Tomas, Tomas, Tomas cookies in effect. Put them on a sheet in the oven. Don't forget to take them out so they don't burn down your place. Tomas cookies all over the place. Bet you bite a chip, motherfucker. Bet you bite a chip, Chris Tucker. Bet you bite a chip, brother trucker. 10-4. Toll House cookies on the plate to begin with. Toll House cookies going in your mouth like a Sith. Sith Lord using the force. Fuck your mama so hard, she said, of course. Fuck me more. Fuck me in Morse code. Fuck me like beep, 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 how we do how we do That was me spelling F-U-C-K. Morse code semen on her face and it's okay. She said, do it again. Spell out your orgasm. Toll House Cookies. MC Toll House. <laughs> Yo, Chips Ahoy. It's a boy. Get the toys. I'm not jealous of devices. I think it makes making love nicest. When a woman's got a vibrator, Toll House Cookies come back later. Go in the basement and eat while she does it to herself with a, with a, uh, dildo. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Toll House Cookies. Ever open a can? Just eat it with a spoon because you're depressed? Yo. Yeah, tell him how you do it. That's what he's saying. Okay. Yo. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here's the thing. All right. That was warming up. Take a stick. Take a log. Take your mama to a bog. The fumes come up. You inhale them. Yeah. I just like to tease him at the end with... uh. An adventure to a bog. Sound like there was going to be a pretty cool adventure in that bog. Yeah, yeah. People were going there with the stick. Yeah, I have to wait to see. I what was happens. super into the toll house thing. Yeah, and then it, it was not. He was not saying. He was saying, "Show him how we do it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was saying to- Tomas. I, I wasn't sure. As you, as you, I, I probably don't need to tell you. I couldn't tell what he was saying. And yeah, it was throwing me. My street when I was growing up was Toll House Road. No shit. Yeah, so I was, I was, pretty psyched about that when I was little. Did people make jokes? A lot of people. I was harassed a lot. <laughs> people were like, oh, you fucking elf. You know. <laughs> it was terrible. It was I, ter- I, like, now I can laugh about and it. And if you corrected them and said, that's Keebler. That's right. There's they, no They'd point. be like, oh, yeah. now you're a cookie expert, yeah, exactly. so you are an elf. That's right. There's you, no point in even trying to correct them. Yeah. Everybody thought I was the Toll House cookie elf. <laughs> I lived on 52nd and Calumet. Is that in Manhattan? Nope. Just sounds like it. it's in Milwaukee. Oh. My I- dog got hit on that road on Calumet. Calumet was a busy street. And if I ever want to make myself cry, like when I'm acting, I can just think about uh, the sound that my dog Susu made when she got hit. Uh, it was like a hit and run. 
and it was like crazy sound, sound of the car. I remember, and then, and then this like plaintive wail that Susu made before just dropping dead. It's like she got hit, and then went, and then just made the sound, and then died. And then I, and then my dad had to go out and like scoop her up, and I was like a little kid and was like at eye level with the dog as it was swinging in his hand and he had this like annoyed look on his face he was like really mad that the dog got hit oh you forgot to say give me a beat (laughs) (laughs) a very long rap about your childhood pet getting killed yeah our our uh (laughs) i'm not going to dwell on this topic for long but i remember our neighbors hit our cat and killed our cat one of our cats when we were little kids, and you know, they felt terrible, and they came to the door, and the first thing out of their mouth was, can we buy you a new cat? Oh. And we were like, why? What, like, you know, they were trying to like start at three new cats. <laughs> Bidding starts at three. <laughs> they packed our house with so many cats. <laughs> uh, and all was forgiven. No, it was just, that was such a weird inclination on yeah. their part, like, this happened. Would it, we'll just get you a new one. It's like, are, are you not aware that we were attached to this cat? Like, you know, <laughs> I know you're trying to be nice, but they just, they didn't know what to say. Yeah, they didn't, didn't know. know what to say. Yeah. Uh, th- uh, in their defense, a third, my therapist tells me a third of a, of an apology is a commitment to change. How do you, how do you commit to change? You know, it was either that or we promised not to hit your next cat. Yeah. We will <laughs> not hit your next cat. Uh, I left my house once to go out and play, and uh these are just all gonna be sad childhood stories yeah and i i played uh what do you do in an empty warehouse you know we don't want to bring out our fucking blue chip <laughs> roast material <laughs> Dean Martin drinks ladies and gentlemen uh it, I mean, it, there I, were a couple victories in life though we <laughs> i ran i ran i ran i ran out uh into the into the neighborhood and played for several hours and came home and uh and my mom was waiting on the porch and she said do you remember me telling you as you left to bring the kitten inside so we had a new kitten and it was uh, it was on a leash to let it play outside on a collar and then uh and I said no I don't remember still don't remember mom Getting that instruction I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but um it's not going to bring Mr. T back. Oh. I don't think it was Mr. T that died. Um but uh it, it apparently uh there was a tomato tower in the garden next to the front door and it it was on this long like kind of just leash line like a lightweight clothesline kind of thing that was like long enough to let it like explore and play and he and then, loved tomatoes and he loved walking in circles uh, around the perimeter of tomato towers and didn't wasn't a primate so did not have the thought of doing the opposite of what you've been doing when it gets hard to breathe so it just kept apparently it just hung itself Ooh. just like and my mom informed me of this. I didn't have to come home to it, but 
I did have to hear the story, and definitely the headline was that it was my fault. You should have, yeah. I do like the style choice of ask the question. Right. Do you remember when I told you to <laughs> yeah, bring right. the cat in? Do you yeah. remember that? Oh, you don't remember? Yeah. Well, that explains why the cat's dead. <laughs> oh, shit. It's I kind of a, toy. it's a pretty clever tactic. Yeah. It's, a, it's like, cause, yeah. cause it'd be like, if, if, it'd be like, yeah, I do remember. She, she, if she was making it up, she'd be like, Oh, sweet. Right. <laughs> Fucking A. And then you should have done it, motherfucker, because you killed your cat. And then she'd be like, she'd go into her room and like, whoa. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> In your defense, he could have been dead before she asked you to bring, you know, he could have been there from the day before. I don't know when the last time was. Yeah, well, I don't remember. I don't know well, the time. Well, I don't think we, we weren't really like, a, we're not like hillbillies. We didn't like leave our cat out for two days and not know. I, it was just like, it was like a rare thing to like, yeah. you know, it's like we weren't, it, it, it was, but this thing is, I don't remember, I don't fuck, mom. No. I don't remember that. Stand shit. your ground. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm fucking forty-four. I, I I've been trying to remember it my whole life. You know what? I don't fucking remember you saying that. That cat was fuck you. I want to know what a tomato tower is. It's like a. Is it the little pyramid thing that you? you it's like a more like a cylinder. I would say, you know, with a slightly uh wire. Yeah, it's frame. a wire. It's a wire okay. cylinder. Yeah. with like a slight. It's not quite a true cylinder because the top is a little uh, lesser diameter than the bottom. It's kind of yeah. like a Tower of Pisa kind of. That's not accurate, but but like it's like a tomato towers tower tomato towers. I guess the idea is that the tomato will uh, get born and then grab the tower. And I guess the idea is that you don't want your uh, kitten to do that. You don't want it to like cling to the tower the way a tomato does. They don't make kitten towers. Nope. Nope. Maybe at the Humane Society they have they have an, an array of those in the back. <laughs> Come on back here, guys. Here's some tomato towers. Have a blast. We'll be back in ten minutes. They'll all be dead. We uh we we love our pets. We love animals. We love our innocent dogs and cats. We we are able to touch emotions uh when we think about them that we are not able to access uh when we think about human beings. With 10 Tony nominations, including Best Musical, the New York Post says Something Rotten is a big, fat hit. This hilarious new show tells the story of two brothers who are desperate to write their own hit play while the rock star Shakespeare keeps getting all the hits. When a local soothsayer foretells that the future of theater involves singing, dancing, and acting at the same time, the brothers set out to write the world's very first musical. With its heart on its ruffled sleeve and sequins in its soul, New York Magazine says Something Rotten is The Producers meets Spamalot meets The Book of Mormon. It begins November 21st. Uh, The tickets are at the AmundsenTheater.org. That's the Amundsen Theater. Now through December 31st, tickets at AmundsenTheater.org. Now we return you to podcast. <laughs> Something rotten. You'll float too. Give me a beat. Yo, this goes out to all the pets I killed. Sorry, Rover. Sorry, Muffin. Sorry, sorry that about all the stuff and that I let you eat and choke on to death. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Beth, about the cat that I shot with my BB gun. Through the eye. 
why I'm a sociopath to be a serial killer, but I don't have bravery or a support system. Jeffrey Dahmer is in the house tonight. Clean out that crawl space. Play with the bones tonight. Squirrel bones, chipmunk bones, decapitated heads. Ed Kemper, in effect, fucked his mother's head after her death. Cut her head off just to make her stop talking. Turn her off. Man, mind hunter. Cruelty to animals. It's the number one sign, according to the FBI, that you're going to have make people die when you become a person that's grown up. So don't let your kids torture your pups. Take them to the therapist. Say, fix this bitch. Don't wait to stitch nine stitches instead of doing a stitch in time. <laughs> a stitch in time saves nine sociopaths. Put that kid in the bath. Hold their head down. Maybe drown your kid might save a couple hundred people's kids. If your kid's already dumb and you know that, then just take your thumb and put it over their trachea and push until you hear a pop. <laughs> if, it, if you think it's going to be a murderer. <laughs> Otherwise, don't kill your kid. Yo. But here's what MC Licorice did. Yo, I'm MC Licorice. What I did was kind of ridiculous. I started a shelter for wayward youth, children at risk. This is what we do. We make them play foosball and weave baskets and go to the mall and we take them to the zoo and say, look at those lions. And they don't grow up to be death trying. They grow up to be lawyers and doctors and they work for Gamble and they work for Proctor. My name is MC Licorice, and I took a proactive stance and tried to turn shit around. <laughs> Way to high road me, MC Licorice. Sorry, I wasn't as fucking optimistic as you. I don't believe half the shit you just said. Why don't you come over here instead? Try talking that shit to me instead of behind my back. Does it seem like it's behind your back? Fucking idiot. It's the microphone. Oh, shit. You tough guy when you're alone. All right, I'm coming over there. Oh, shit. Let me go, Jackson. Fuck you. Fuck you. We just had an awkward fight. My shirts are all stretched to the right. Big collars. Both turned out to fight like pussies. Both, it's embarrassing for both of us. MC Licorice and me, Stan Schmengel. <laughs> A sociopathic, non-serial killer, animal torturer. I'll tell you about the time that I took a knife and I threatened a giraffe for his life. I said, give me your wallet. Or stoop down, he said, I got too long a neck, I'm not gonna clown around, I gotta eat leaves that are way up high. I said, motherfucking giraffe, now you're gonna die, give me, give me all your money, he said, I don't have none, I said, that's right, son. That's right, son, you're a broke-ass giraffe, cause I'm a primate, and I'll tell you what I do, I lift weights in the penitentiary just to get strong. I didn't spend too long re rehabilitating, I just came in the safari, I'm gonna, fucking rob 
wild game. It's what I do. Rhinos, give me your money. Okay. <laughs> oh God, yeah. No, why, why did I think that rap wouldn't be horrible and dark when really? I said give me a beat? If you're talking about animal cruelty, really, it got a little really bit dark. It. I didn't. I never have. But I've there never was some shot good... an animal with a BB gun. In case anyone thinks that's how freestyling works, Certainly I like not that you would have been a not great serial killer. I've never been cruel if you had some support. Yeah, <laughs> that was but my favorite line. You did, you did bring up a good point also about. uh Cruelty to animals being such an indicator for future, uh, sociopathic tendencies. Like, it seems like if you do, if you are a person that is cruel to animals, they should just put you in jail. Like, that would save so many human lives. Yeah, I mean, how many times did you hear when you were a kid, of course, yeah. some asshole in the neighborhood that, like, yeah. did some fucked up thing to a cat or something yeah. and, like, bragged about it? Cause it's like they can't help but brag about it. And yeah. it's like they don't all become serial killers, but they definitely, like, that's what? just because they don't like whatever. It's like they're what if you because uh, it, it doesn't even matter what your stance is about animals. Like like whether you're PETA full blown like no animals should ever be hurt and you know you, the eggs you ate this morning are a crime and stuff. Or if you're like way over on the other side and are like no if it's not a cuddly adorable dog I don't give a fuck about animals or or even if you're like the kind of person that like like hates cats and shit. Like, people that are just like, they torture animals, like they, like they, like they, they do shit to cats and stuff, like where they like, they fuck with them, like just to yeah. fuck with them. But why not just lock those people up? Yeah. Yeah. It, it does seem to be an indicator. Cause it's like, what do you, what do you do, like, who, wh- why would you, why would you have fun doing that? Yeah. That's the thing is we sorta, if you merge the two, like, being disrespectful to women and animals, there's this whole culture that we kind of got to rethink violence because I think, I think we got lazy with it and we were sort of like, well, that's violent, but that's not violent. And this is okay to watch and this is okay to show. And we're sort of at a place where it looks like we might want to look at all of that again. And that, that might be one of the first things we do is be like animals. Let's start with animals and work our way up to humans (laughs) through (laughs) women. Yeah. Is what we're implying. Because it's rough. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Where are we? Where are we headed? I think my optimistic view of it is that we are rototilling the fabric of society right now. Like we're. Yeah, that's the theory I've 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 heard other people mention also, which I. I just jackhammering the concrete, yeah. and it's like, of course, that's not going to feel comfortable or or even righteous. Sometimes it's going to just feel insane, and every day. Someone says, all right, that's enough, you know, because it's a friend of theirs or someone that's like, what, him? No, that's enough. Or this specific story is like, well, if that's all right, that's enough. But and I, I know, I know, yeah, it's I think it's just like a jackhammering of the of the concrete. And then and then hopefully then if we could just observe while we're doing that, that. Instead of there being a backlash that maybe this is the ticket to, oh, uh, we start to adopt a code and a principle where we go, I, okay, I, I subscribe to the, the sort of equivalent of the Asimov's rules of robotics or something. There's like a, there's like a lost three rules, a litmus test you can, you can rattle off before you have a human encounter, whatever it is. And you go like, okay, so who's harming who or who's getting away with it? I don't know. There's some like code and that's like a religion that, that, that comes up out of it where it's not about 
men versus women or people of color versus white people or whatever, it, it like stops being that because it becomes so chaotic and it becomes so like, what? Mr. Rogers did that? Oh no. And like, like, like all of our, all of these heroes or funny people are tumbling and there's all this like crazy shit. So we're all so confused that we all cry out at once for order. We go, give us, then tell us what to do. Tell us how to think. Tell me something to tattoo on my arm so that I can just look at it. Give me a symbol, a, a shamrock or a, or a circle with three dots on it or something that could represent like the three uh, acid tests of whether or not you're good or evil. And then there's, and then it can just be about people that uh, subscribe to that belief system versus people that don't. Because the belief system I have built into it, as does animal cruelty, like a kind of like, well, why would you bother fighting this? Like, and then there would be people going like, I don't believe in that that circle with two dots thing. Why? Well, what? No one told you to get the tattoo, but why don't you? Why are you? Why are you so scared about that? What's what slippery slope is there for you? And then those, and then we could just like, we'll just choke those people to death, put them in prison. <laughs> The Al Franken thing is sort of something that you just said, which was that when they find out Mr. Rogers has done something weird, and it's so frustrating to hear people sort of defend him because you're at this point where you're like, the world assumed that only people you didn't like right. would be found guilty. And it's sort of a wake-up call to say, it's going to be guys that you like, yeah. it's going to be people you love, fathers and brothers, and we have to say we have the same standard. Yeah, and what, I mean, I'm sure there's, a, like, Al Franken's, the, the Al Franken story is getting pretty close to, I'm pretty sure, like, within 10 years, like, I don't think there's a, there's probably not a photo you could dig up of me, like, honking some titties, but, like, and I don't, I, I don't think I ever, like, <laughs> right. but I, I just, I just, it's, in terms of, it's like, well, I, it, I would expect that sooner or later, if we were gonna, like, like, put a black light over my entire life, 40 years, that there's gotta be some narrative where I'm like way out of line in my past. So, and I've, I'm, I'm definitely not pretending to not remember, like, I don't, I don't know if, you know, but what I do know is that if there was, if there was some, like, if someone said something, it was like, Oh yeah, I was doing a show with Dan Harmon and he blah 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 and he did this and that. And I would go, if it was true, then I would go, okay, yeah, that's true. And I, I, that was fucked up. Yeah. I've been, I, I, I either was just reminded of that because of the story or I've been thinking about that for a long time and I should, I, I'm, I'm really embarrassed about that. Blah blah. Isn't that basically how Al Franken responded? Like, like, I, I don't know if his apology was like, suitable or whatever but what's the big you know it's like if you if you didn't actually it's it should be okay for there to just be like oh yeah by the way here's some like shit sprayed on you here's a little dye pack on you from 2005 and you should be able to go yep sorry and yeah, then the key is evolution in that if we found something about you in 1998 and then we you were still doing it in 2006 Sort of like in a Louis situation. I think then people are angry. But if we find out that when you were 18, you were inappropriate, but now as a grown-ass man, there's never been a case again against you, then we see that you've evolved. And I, I think that's what people are asking for. Yeah. I think that's the, I think that's the thing that separates cases. Is I think the crucial things are cover-up, dishonesty, stuff like that. Like, yeah, if there's a trail of like, nope. 
I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to keep doing this and I'm going to lie about it. Or like if it comes forward and then the person's response is like, that didn't happen. Like, okay, then we have to, and then it turns out it did happen. Then it's like, okay, but do you understand that you're, that that doesn't bode well? Cause you're not, that means that if you could get away with it, you would, as opposed to like, Oh, did I do that? Urkel, we call it the Urkel, uh, <laughs> the Urkel effect. <laughs> <laughs> just say, did I do that? Just remember Urkel, the Urkel principle. Uh, how do you spell Urkel? And then we'll make up like an acronym for the, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I don't, what, what, how did that come up? I don't know. Oh, the Al Franken thing, I guess. Yeah. Cause it's like, uh, well, yeah, he's a senator. I, I, like, I think we should assume that all politicians are fucking creeps for sure, right? Well, there, yeah, there's going to be. A Why are you shaking ton. your head? Oh, because of Maxine Waters. You're so fucking racist. <laughs> there's definitely... What about Kamala Harris? I'm not racist. <laughs> oh, she's black too. There's definitely going to be a ton of old white men in D.C. like they get fucking purged from this. I mean, on both sides, I'm sure you know. I mean, it, I mean, ju- it just, just should be the, no shock to anybody yeah. that a senator of any state, I, 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 and no, that should not be okay, and I'm glad it's no longer okay, and we should expect that every single fucking one of them is going to have somebody come forward and say, like, yeah, because people with power. My therapist said, she's a, she's a married lesbian. And she said, does that, she watch, does she watch the show? Uh, no, I don't think so. If she does, she's smart enough to pretend she doesn't. Uh, but, uh, cause then I, I think it'd be like it would ding our therapy or something. But, um, she uses family guy references to like make her points. She's you like, sometimes it. Peter Griffin has like an angel on his no, shoulder. She say, yeah. And I'm like, I have a cartoon <laughs> you could use. I know. That is hilarious. I would love to see your face when she says. <laughs> it's it's exact. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, great. I, was, I, I was, the third time she did a Family Guy reference, I was like, are you trying? Like, we're gonna have to have. Like, well, he's in comedy. He'll he'll gonna, appreciate I, that I'm trying. I'm gonna need to see you twice a week because of your references are fucking me up. Like my, it's like like when do I get some validation? Hilarious. I get it. I should let go of the need for that, but like, do you have to? Wait until she starts to talk about it like she doesn't know you're associated with it. Just, you should have seen on Rick and Morty. Do you watch that show? Anyway, Dan, um, you should have seen on Rick and Morty. Uh, but she said, she said, listen, it's power. It's it, the, the, the studies and the anecdotal evidence show, even in the psychological community, like, like women who are not only women, but they work in the shrink industry. Um, it, 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 there's still ways to become empowered as a person to the point where your mind starts to bend and you and they and it and it's it it, it just ha- it happens less because women are are because we've we've gaslit them into like they don't get as many chances to be in such power that they can like find out <laughs> she's saying it's up. human yeah it's, a, it's like it's a person in power thing i'm still i i don't totally i don't think it's like a split equal thing i think i, I i'm it's gonna take a decades to convince me that guys aren't like like neurologically like like more fucked up, like just like like I, I it just seems. I, I, but I, but I do believe her when she says like anybody that get, get, gets a 
ton of power over another human being. Like there's all that you have to go into that situation with your shit together. That is not going to bring your shit together, that situation. So there's just like a big, you know, there's syndromes of like powerful women that will just like psychologically torture the dudes underneath them. You know, like, like, like I think it's probably a, a smarter and more awesome kind of, because <laughs> it's sexist that when we think about it, we go like, that would be awesome. Uh, but anyways, I, I, I why did that come up? Because you'd said, uh, Kamala Harris. She's sexually harassed. Oh, well, yeah. So, so that's why, that's why I'm saying like all, like all senators, we should just, ex- we, there's no, there's no harm that can come from assuming that all senators are liars, thieves. Uh, it is not our patriotic duty to think that someone in office is a good person or honorable. Like, it is arguably a patriotic duty to, to be skeptical and assume the worst about our servants, you know? Do you think that this will swing around on Trump, or will they just continue to say that happened a long time? Then that's not true. I don't like, know. I don't know I don't how, know, I, I don't know if they, it, it's like this that. elephant in the room. Well, somebody was mentioning that it's like, it, 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 the, Dude, him tweeting night. about Al Franken made blood it was so come out crazy. Of my ears. I, but also yeah. tweeting about it like like a little poopy boy like yeah. it, was, it was like oh guess where his hands went in picture two and three it was like he's I, I okay bad at bad at bad at being a billionaire we knew that bad at being president bad at then it turned out we were kind of marveling at wow he's bad at being Hitler wow that's a relief he's yeah. he's being bad at being Hitler um, I never expected he'd be bad at uh, sexual harassment like bad at bad at parsing a titty honk yeah. photo I was like do you think it's a he thinks it's a missing he thinks it's a beginning of a slideshow. Yeah, there's a whole lot. <laughs> he's like bad at being a douchebag. Like yeah. he's bad at looking at that photo and just going, "Oh, looks like he grabbed the dudes." He's like, he's like, he. I mean, it's a, like there's, there's a couple ways to interpret his response. One is that he looked at that photo and was like. Yeah, okay, fine, but you know that shit got bad in the, in the subsequent photos. Like that he because he didn't look at it as a bad yes. thing. Yes. <laughs> Because in his world, he's used to getting busted for so much more. He's like, if that was number one, God knows what two through five are. The Jesus. other, the other way to interpret it is that he got a hard on, <laughs> and was just sharing it with America. It was just going like, "Whoa, look at that!" Like, <laughs> did, did all of his, did all of his accusers just get paid off? Like, how how did that all just go away? I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 all I know is that people are, you know, when people say, oh, but what about this guy? I was, I was like, well, let them run their, uh, their sexual predator guy. Like, why are we trying to like pull him out of the race and all this stuff? Like, like, like if you pull him out of the race, then they've already learned that, you know, it's neck and neck with a pedophile running. So just get a, find a non-pedophile. They, like, they, they would love the, for him to be disqualified. That's a do over. So I was, I was making that argument. Like, just, just run your pedophile. Yeah, like, yeah. like, 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 and, and they're like, well, yeah, and then, and then he's going to win. I'm like, well, then let the games begin. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, like, I know that there's this bigger chess game, like, where, oh, we gotta topple the, we gotta get the majority, but that's how they're thinking so much that they're running a pedophile. Right. So, let's, like, it's not like, oh, be Christ-like and just let them run the game, but when it's, when it's, th- when there's that much tumult to the point where they're, like, banging shoes on the table saying, like, you know, it, 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 it it's like, okay, th- th- there's a, there's a larger loss here for them. Yeah, yeah. Because, I, think they should, I, I think they should, right? They should be forced to run that guy. Like, what? Like, why should that? I mean, obviously, it. They don't have to seat him. 
once he wins the election. Yeah, I mean, you just, yeah, I, I, it's, I, I, I think that that how, how bad would it be to lose to the pedophile? To be the fucking, I mean, that's your claim to fame. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm, particularly because I lost to the pedophile in Alabama. He's the lawyer that um, went after the people who killed the four girls in a church. That yeah, they were blown out of. So that that even sends a larger message. The yeah. fact that it's neck and neck yeah. is terrifying. I don't think it's neck and neck anymore. Not anymore. But it's, think, it's yeah. it was eight points three days ago. Now we're up to four points back oh, again. Really? So it's these are also polls in Alabama. I mean, these are like phone polls. What kind of idiot is picking up their landline in Alabama? You know, Tammy Sessions. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> well, you saw the headline that said that. Oh God, it was some statistic about like. Uh, I'm pulling this number out of my ass, but it was like uh, the actual numbers I'm pulling out of my ass. But so, but it was like six out of ten evangelicals in Alabama say that now that they know about this, they're 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 You're sending their they wanna, endorsement. Th- no, they want to vote for him twice or whatever. Oh, that God. it was like that they're doubling down. Yep. However, they express that that they're more likely to vote. For him now? Like, how is there even a degree? Was that a continuum? Like, well, the, now I'm more likely to vote for one <laughs> yeah. of two people, the, 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 where it's a binary decision between whether I'm, g- g- in my mind, whether I'm good or evil. Now I'm more likely to double yeah. down. The most brilliant move, with, like, talking about playing chess, was the robocall thing of, like, oh, let's have a fake Jew from the Washington Post calling and, like, murking around looking for more dirt. Yeah. On him, just to sully the whole yeah. media, you know, just to like, just to fan the flames of resentment. I didn't hear about that. It was a, f- oh, it was a there, false flag robocall. It was a, it was a robocall in Alabama, a real robocall that went out, and it was, it, you got to hear it. It's, it's amazing. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, this is, uh, it's a recording. You know, it's like, oh, this is uh, Bernie Bernstein from uh, the Washington Post, uh, and I'm looking for some information about, uh, about uh, what's his name, about. Uh the fucking, you know, whoever, I forgot the guy's name. Uh, and they're like, if you have any tips, uh, no questions asked, I pay $5,000, call this number, blah, blah, blah. Like, just so that, just to muddy the water so that yeah. people are, are, uh, confused about whether or not that's real and whether or not the process of finding that information is, and just to, to throw doubt on whether or not any of that information is real. Right. Right. Most right. people said things like, I don't know about the timing. Yeah. The timing's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. It's weird that it would you come know. up right now. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean the timing of the, finding the, out the, that these allegations, that these allegations from all these women from, are from like 40 years ago and this right. guy's had a long career, you know? Right. So they're saying like, why would it come up now? That seems weird to them. Uh, and you know, they're not taking into account that there could be, this movement going on where, right. And they feel empowered or emboldened to speak out and to speak up. And they didn't before. Right. Also the cover up was 40 years. Well, I didn't know it was under, that's so weird. Like it would be like, yeah, who gives a shit if it's politically motivated to come forward (laughs) and say, well, that's such a great excuse. Like, Oh, it's politically, it's politically motivated. Those are my political enemies. True. Yes. They are your political enemies. Of course. That's how that works. The job that you want. Yeah. Ah, oh, man, the oh. audience is going crazy. <laughs> well, you know, you gotta, you, you, the, most people are just listening to this, uh, they're working it's, out. Like a, it's like a regular they're podcast. The, they're at the gym, yeah. Yeah. 
the subscribers get the treat of of it's kind of like a Neil Hamburger-y kind of bit. Like like there's no audience, so it feels like just oh, awkward mean, enough. To, I didn't mean that the audience listening is going crazy. I was joking about the peop- the live audience right. here. Yeah, yeah. What you if know, we had I, cardboard cutouts of people? Would Somebody did once suggest that we should fill it with mannequins and then said that Dan would not be able to concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Reddit. <laughs> yeah, I, I well, it's that's another exciting thing about all this like, you know, allegations and all this stuff is like unless and I I assume we're not going to start kink shaming, right? Because especially like if you're it's like I kind of like I never set out to be a hero by jerking off on a mannequin leg, but because that's a victimless crime, I'm kind of like an accidental like that happen King Arthur show? here. Like, let's go ahead and bring those six legs out for their testimony <laughs> right now. Like, I just happened to. That's the, that's the other thing I want to be careful about. That's why I've been like caref- careful to like go like, well, let's talk about the silence and let's guys, let's take account about the way we're treating women and all that stuff because I don't want because otherwise I'm in the catbird seat and I didn't want to be because it, I didn't shoot. That's not by choice. That's like that's no more by choice. Than if I was born like gay or something like that, like my proclivities don't happen to evolve, involve like uh, like 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 living like, people. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like. Well, I mean, it, but they, 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 I'm not, you know. But I mean, I they do. They, my proclivities <laughs> involve my living girlfriend Cody. But but I I I just mean like I don't like I. It just a YouTube video goes so far, you know. Like it, it doesn't. I never really. I don't have the biology, I don't think, that results in, like, being so frustrated with a woman for not letting you uh, assault her that you have to jerk off in a potted plant, like, while she watches just to just to get your life back. But whenever anything that involves, like, coming or craving and all that stuff, I, I, I'm always, like, even though it's, like, really easy to vilify the the creepy people like i know like i'm creepy you know like i'm just not i just don't happen to be creepy in a way that like would ever bring me into an intersection where somebody else was getting hurt without their consent but i i, I don't think that's i don't think that's because i'm a noble person i think that's because i like saw some pantyhose feet under the table when i was <laughs> 10 years old in the 70s or something and like i don't so I, I it's I, so I'm like because I don't want it would be just like so easy to just go like oh yeah let's 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 find all the all the worst people and let's like let's get rid of them but it's not really it's like you can find monsters if you look for monsters like you'll just find them but I don't think that'll I, I think if you could wave a magic wand and get rid of every guy that ever hurt a person, I don't think that would solve the problem. But also, people are complex, and no one is. Everyone has bad shit about them, and and you know, not, everyone that is being, I mean, different to, shit. Not, yeah, not to not to tie it back to what different. we were talking about, but uh, you know, all of those people are still going to be in society and living, and like they were charged with whatever sexual misconduct or sexual assault or like. They, they have families and kids and they love their kids and you know they just people sometimes I'm not defending any of those people but I'm saying that people are complicated and uh, good people do bad things and so how do we deal with that you know yeah we have to make this about like how do we how do we fix society not if we if we if we it, it, it'll be the easy way out to make it into a okay got this one that one that one yeah. that one that just you, some symbolic bullshit yeah uh, because for for a couple reasons one is like just your classic scientific reason which is like the same reason your doctor tells you you got to finish these uh 
antibiotics. You can't just take them until you don't have the sniffles anymore and then throw them in the garbage. You got to keep taking them after you feel good because you're, if you're, if there's a couple left, they're just going to be really good at being, yeah. <laughs> making you sick. So the metaphor there is like, do we really want to just find the Weinsteins, hang them from the highest tree, and then what's left? Oh, the, the, the super secret agent predators right, right. that like never get caught. The Kevin Costners and Mr. 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 Pottery Lacquer. What's that movie? Mr. Brooks, the Mr. Brookses uh, out there will remain, you know, watching the Weinstein corpse swaying and they'll be like, okay, back to work (laughs) Um, with my Jeff Daniels uh, or William Hurt, uh, Tyler Durden in my SUV (laughs) guiding me. You know you want to come on, come on, you know, you want to go and do it. Come on, let's go kill some more people. It's a pretty good William Hurt. Come on. I never tried William Hurt. Just fucking did it. So, so when is anyone ever going to appreciate me for the fucking, like, accidental rich little that I am? Like, I, if I, I'll just think of I, I can, I can do, I can do a perfect impression of any celebrity once. I'll never be able to do William Hurt ever again. You guys know that you were astounded. It was pretty great. He's playing deep cuts tonight. But then someone will say, do your William Hurt. And I'll go. Do, do you guys want to hear my impression of, uh, of the, uh, the beginning of, uh, the Sword and Stone, Sword and Scale podcast? They have a disclaimer guy. <clears throat> I, you know, I I'm not going to recognize this, but I'm going to act like I do. Sword and Scale. Oh, shit. I can't do it now. Sword and, uh, wait, fuck. Can I do it privately? Sword and Scale. Sword and Sword and Scale contains violence and adult theme. No, it didn't. I was, I was cracking Cody up with it. I see that's the thing. I did it once right. One and more now time. I can't do it. Try it again. Sword and Scale. Sword and Scale. Sword and Scale contains violence and adult themes. <laughs> Sword and Scale contains violence and adult themes. Mm, no. I'm Aaron Mankey, and this is Lore. Podcast impressions. <laughs> Karina Longworth had something interesting to say about Otto Preminger. This is the story of MGM and Charles Manson. <laughs> I was wondering if we could all try and do maybe a little bit of Ira Glath. <laughs> is Charles Manson about to die? Yes. Did he already die? It's close. Very close, close. I hear are people you, upset about that? People seem upset. I, I, the, yeah, the weird thing will be, does Charles Manson, by virtue of our culture's well-justified penchant for irony and, and going lateral or, or correcting as we go, will Charles Manson get a worse or better Viking funeral than Hugh Hefner? Like, Hugh Hefner got fucking blasted. Like, he, he, he lived 15 years too long. Like, if he had died 15 years ago, which 
so many people that knew him and and were in the same room with him argue that he did uh that he it would have just been your usual like you know he would have gotten that eulogy you'd expect of like uh oh, he was an iconoclast and a and a rebel millionaire changed the culture, changed the culture yeah. blah 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 it's like he just he hung on so yeah. long that he got to see uh, like oh yeah see you later you fucking monster yeah. uh, like he, wow he sold the mansion but was still living in the mansion <laughs> he, that was part he of the put deal. the mansion up for sale with the odd <laughs> caveat on the price tag that you that he was allowed to live there till he died. Small contingency clause. <laughs> and now the guy said he's going to reunite both properties because it used to be one huge super mansion. Oh, really? Isn't that crazy? I've never been there. I, I, it seems to me like it would be a bummer. Of like, to, like it's a bummer. Yeah, there are parties out there and be like, oh, it's going to be at the Playboy Mansion. I'm always like, that's. Fucking it, bummer. It was a bummer. Yeah. It was a bummer. I was there once. Yeah. It, and I don't, I think it only smelled like mildew because it was raining and so they did something they don't normally have to do, which is they, cause it was an outdoor on the lawn part, courtyard party or something and they had to unroll um, ten, uh, awnings yeah. that I think just were only, they just rolled up since the last time it rained. And so yeah. the whole place smelled like your grandpa's sleeping bag. Yeah. Yeah. And the buffet was sort of weird looking, sad, kind of like bad hotel-y. Did you, yeah. did you get that? Uh, yeah. I mean, the, but yeah. Marlago. More, uh, Princess Cruise Lines. Just yeah. dark, dark. That's where my famous David Hasselhoff story takes place. Me and Schraub, we, where we, we harassed David Hasselhoff. At the Hasselhoff. Playboy Mansion? Yeah. Hilarious. And, uh, yeah, we walked up to him and, and said, we were just, we were just high off our asses. Uh, like, like, and, and, and we were like, we have to talk to David Hasselhoff. And we go, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, we made, we made a pilot and it's about you. It's inspired by you. And he's like, you made a pilot about me? And we were talking about Heat Vision and Jack. We we're like, yeah, it was directed by Ben Stiller and it was about, a, it was, a, it was called Heat Vision and Jack and it was kind of, it was very inspired by, by Knight Rider and so on. And he's like, Ben Stiller, what else did he direct? And, and, and Schraub said, uh, Zoolander. <laughs> Why that was his from the, I, 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 and, and, and then, and then David Hasselhoff just like processing all of this, like Cox's Hasselhead and then goes, Zoolander's about me? And then Shrab and I just, like, we were just beat, and we both went, yes, oh, and then just walked away. That's awesome. I'm sure he, he might still think that. Yeah, I mean, that's where we were, like, people we were, like, cracking up. Like, we weren't trying to, like, punk him, but we were just, like, we were too high to be talking to anybody, much less, we did a bad job, so at least we turned that into a story, and now <laughs> the only the only real victim of this story is going to be a David Hasselhoff's lawyer, because, you know, that guy got a 3 a.m. phone call. Like, I want you to, like, look into the Su- Zoolander, yeah. more like Zoolander, because I'm hearing, that movie's about me. Hasselhoff, like, at every party has to endure, like, so many, you know, so many people, like, just stoned, like, we have to talk to Hassel. Literally, it's just a yeah, barrage right. of people, like. And, 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 and fortunately for him, um, he's so hard to find in a crowd, cause he's only seven foot zero. Is he really? I've he's so him. tall. I mean, wow. it's like, like, like Tim Robbins, John Kuzak, David Hasselhoff, they're like, in a, in a, in, a, in an industry where everyone's shocked to find out that everyone's five foot three. Yeah. Like, you and I are tall guys, could, could, uh, relative to these, like, these little tiny scrimpy, little fucking Keebler yeah. toll house elves. fucking. Vince Vaughn. Elves. Vince Vaughn's Super tall as well. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah, he's tall. Conan. Do you know anything about Hubel's new show? 
No, yeah, I was, I was, I, I keep, oh, wow. I keep planning to like, thank you. Good, 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 good comp trolling. Oh, I'm not <laughs> worried about that. Hubel, Hubel, what are you, what are you plugging? And, and may I congratulate you on your choice of venue to plug it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not plugging that hard. It, yeah, we made this show for YouTube, uh, Red, which is like a, their new pay thing. But, uh, but yeah, it just came out. It's called Do You Want to See a Dead Body? Oh yeah, okay. And, I heard, uh, I heard you talking about this on, um, uh, on, uh, God damn it. How did this get made? Yeah, yeah. And so it's basically, we, I used to do this bit on Funny or Die and we just expanded that into like a larger TV world where, uh, yeah, I just take different comedians out to go find a fucking dead body somewhere. <laughs> is and it is is it sort of like are you accomplishing even ironically uh, a like uh, interview no. while you're going? No, okay. that was we thought about that was going to be the uh, that was like our original idea it was like oh it'll be like a talk show and right. I'll talk to them, but um, no, it's fully scripted. So I play me and they play you know a, a weirdo version of them. But it's always like it's very little about the body. <laughs> have you have you met our new running character, uh, Tiny Brandon? <laughs> Brandon said he want a drink. <laughs> it's it's. I'm wondering new- if, did you think that no one was going to notice you? Like. <laughs> Tiny Brandon, wait, Tiny Brandon, can you can you stick around a little while? Just okay. Um, uh, I don't. We were talking about the show (laughs) about their bodies. Tiny Brandon, uh, do you uh, are you worried about America? You know, I open up for Kevin Hart, and. When we're on tour, I see a lot of different faces, all so big. I thought Tiny Brandon was a child. I, I think he's 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 an adult, but he's mentally handicapped. Yeah, I, when I first saw him, I thought it was like part of the Harmon Babies uh, uh, thing we're launching, uh-huh. where it's like all of us that are like but younger. But yeah. no, I think he's yeah, I think I'm he's Tiny Brandon. Yeah, he's 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 forty eight and he's fucked up. <laughs> like there was a fuck up at the I hospital. Brandon needs something. <laughs> I comes out. I'm Tiny Brandon. Oh. Now back to your show. <laughs> okay, thank you, Tiny Brandon. We won't thank keep you. Tiny you. Brandon. Uh, <laughs> someone should make a T-shirt with Tiny Brandon on it. <laughs> someone, someone will do something. I, uh, we, we've got some very talented fans. What I miss? Uh, <laughs> Hubel show. Hubel was talking about a show. That's what yeah. I missed. Uh, yeah, but so it's basically just an excuse uh, for me to hang out with that person. But uh, it's not like a reality show. Uh, you know, it's a scripted thing. So, so supposedly, uh, famous people will drop whatever they're doing and come with me to go find a different dead body every episode. But so, not all famous people, because obviously, like, I, I wasn't called. Uh, no, there was no way to, to use every famous right. person in Kidding. Hollywood. There's yes. also so yeah. many famous people nowadays. There's so many famous people. Um, and I put famous in quotes, right. but, uh. Do you find a body? Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't find a body. Sometimes the guest uh, become like uh, there's one with John Cho that starts out and five seconds into it he falls into a thing of quicksand and so the whole episode is me I run into town to buy some rope and then I just keep getting distracted and you know getting getting you know harangued into something else and then I keep coming back to him to give him an update and every time he's like lower and lower in the quicksand so then he becomes the body you know that's awesome so but uh and then there's like one with Cordry where 
Cordy starts taunting this big dog and someone's, we're cutting through someone's backyard and there's this big fucking mean dog and Cordy starts like taunting it. Of course the dog breaks off his chain and the whole episode is us running full speed (laughs) away from this murdery, like very scary dog. And, uh, so it's just dumb bits like that, you know. They're 15 minutes long, super, super easy and silly and it's like my favorite, favorite thing. I know this is a dumb question and I have a show with YouTube Red, so. I get asked this question and have no idea how to answer it, but what the fuck? Yeah. Maybe other people know how to answer it. Maybe that's why they ask. What, what's it, what was, what, what was, was it like, like working with, with YouTube Red? Um, I tell, I've, I've told everybody it's been really great, uh, because they let me do literally anything. Like literally anything. They were just like super psych. You know, I think they're just kind of getting going with a lot of their shows and, uh, trying to get more people to come and do shows there. So, you know, I think at the beginning, you know, like Netflix and Amazon when they first started, they're like, how do we, how do we get good people to come make shows here? Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't fuck with them. You right. Know? So that was my experience. Um, they were super cool to me. Um, you know, I, I wish that they would run fucking commercials like on TV for it and stuff like that. And, but they're like, no, no, no. We're YouTube. We're going to put it like all around YouTube. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, then I'll leave yeah. that to you guys, you know. I think they're making, I, 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 I'm very dubious about one, but this also might not be an actual, uh, thing that they're doing. This may be how they explain what they're doing to people they have no intention of bringing back for a second season. <laughs> but it, it, what I'm hearing through the grapevine is that their methodology is like they're gonna, they're just waiting to see how many people subscribe and then of that of that group of people that subscribe like how many of them based on the behaviors that are very monitorable from YouTube's cockpit like how many of them subscribed for your show and yeah, how many yeah. of them like very very meticulous intricate very valuable data but there's this kind of aspect to it where it's like they're not it 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 they're waiting to get the entire picture yeah yeah and i th- i feel what's like scary about that, that all that stuff is so measurable now you know like yeah. uh, like netflix and everything they can tell what you watch how long you watch it did you watch the whole thing did you you know did you not watch it did, you know what else you watch that's like that so that sort of stuff is scary and that like uh cuz you know none of those places have ratings but they have even more specific data you know which yeah. is um, but I would have liked because your show it makes more sense. Just the title makes more sense. The uh-huh. premise makes more sense. My show was uh, it ended up being community. But if what if esports? You know, it was and it was like kind of like oh, this could be a real TV show. And if I had known what the business plan was going to be in terms of like how, how you got to pick up, yeah, I would have called my show. For instance. Do you want to see a dead body? <laughs> like yeah. literally, because that's like the most brilliant. Because it's like the it it just I would have leaned into some that. kind of hook, or I would like have it. called it like fuck, yeah. fuck, yeah. you know, like yeah. oh fuck, cool, cool dicks. But yeah. there was a lot of talk of like TV fourteen, TV, yeah, 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 yeah. This and that it was like it was like well that sounds weird because you like like that's not Amazon, that's not Netflix, that's not, those other companies were just like yeah, it is true that those companies are like well we don't really know what we're doing so let's just start doing it yeah who wants ten episodes okay this person worked in TV this person worked in TV 
and that that I'm worried about this model like dying on the vine a little bit. Like, but but that again, they're YouTube, That's, so they, can, they, they all can, the money in the world. They can do it once wrong and yeah. then shake it and off then go, and do yeah. it, and then be even better than everybody. Well, they're definitely figuring aspects of it out. I think, like, because I was worried about that too, um, like the TV14 type. Approach, cause I didn't want to do that. I don't, I don't want to like make a show that's appropriate or palatable for like little kids. Like I don't really care. Like all I really wanted to do was make, uh, a super fucked up funny show with our friends, you know? And like I knew that if we did that, then that's all I can control. Like I, I can't control any of the other bullshit of the marketing and, uh, you know, uh, who subscribes to it and how many people, blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, I, I I try to approach things as I'm sure you do. It's just like someone gave us some money yeah. to make this. Let's make this thing as cool as we can, and then maybe we'll get to make more. Who knows? If we don't, you know, I should like have approached we- it more like that. But then again, that's not how TV. That's not how this project got developed. Like uh, people came in that like were excited about the esports thing, and it had an exciting take on it. Yeah, we took it wide. YouTube Red ended up expressing it, the most interest in it. So. That whole process is kind of like incompatible with the idea of, and then we'll see if anyone wants to subscribe yeah. ba- based on zero, uh, promotion and what right. they click on and how long they click on it. But like, again, I would have called my show Pussyfoot. <laughs> yeah. Like, it would, it would have been yeah. the adventures of, of, of yeah. Pussyfoot and, it, and the, the, the sub, sub headline would have been like, could a pussy be a shoe? Like, like, like something, or like, I would have called it McSniblets, uh, colon, the pussy shoe diaries, anything that would like be trendable and yeah, like yeah, yeah. clickable and like, and, and would have had like a gorilla feel to it too. Because yeah. I wouldn't have tried to make cheers. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. If you don't know cheers exists and frankly, if you aren't being told by People Magazine that cheers is worth watching, you're not going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, I think we did it wrong. Well, it's, it's tricky for sure. And, and, and our show just came out on Friday. So I don't, I mean, I will say this too about the, the name of the show has not been an easy name in, uh, the <laughs> current, uh, country that we live in because yeah. like, you know, we were going to put the show out last month and then the Las Vegas shooting happened oh, God, yeah. and YouTube was like, no, 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 like, yeah. don't put it in there. Like, you know, let's let's move in. I was like, yes, absolutely. And know? then at, at a certain point, then, you guys just do a little bit of ADR and change the name to the show. Is would you like to avoid seeing a dead body at all costs? And then it's like a hit. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. but I mean, the only like, thing you can click on to guarantee you don't see one. And yeah, it's like one coming around the corner. Oh God. Yeah, I mean, like you know, I, I've just told people like in press and stuff like you know, this is not me killing people. There's no violence in the show. It's just a fucked up treasure hunt. You know, it's like me. It's like Stand By Me, you know, it's like, but just with like funny adults. Um, yeah, really so, but it's still like the name of it scared them a lot, I think. It's, you know, just as far as shit that keeps happening, you know, like they're like, oh, yeah, we can't put it out now. There was just, just you know. <laughs> yeah, well, let's wait like, until, well, let's wait until these mass shootings cool down. Yeah, or until, <laughs> or until death, death goes away. Until, you know? until, right, no until, one died today. until, until absolute. Oh, like a 100% saturation to the point where no one could possibly be offended because it it would be like if your show was called Who Wants to Breathe Oxygen? Yeah. Because <laughs> there's just dead bodies everywhere. Uh, but, but you know what's funny about this in like a weird like uh, Magnolia-ish way is I'm just remembering it, not to make us feel old, but it's got to be almost 
20 years ago now when the human giant was on MTV and I had a sketch show on VH1 and the Virginia Tech massacre happened. Yeah. And, um, and it was like, I think Columbine happened before that, right? Columbine yeah. was before Virginia Tech, but yeah. Virginia Tech was then like a, it was, it was taken very seriously. Um, I didn't mean to say that in an eye rolling way. I'm just like saying with all of us, it's like, Jesus Christ, somebody send those people a message, um, about how serious to take death. Um, the, but the craziest, I, I was watching MTV. I was watching your guys show and that sketch, uh, blood, blood packed, blood oath. Yeah. Yeah. It's a sketch, a uh, sketch on the human giant show. The, the guys are trying to decide where to, where to eat lunch, um, during their business lunch and they take a blood oath to, yeah, we decide to go to a, a barbecue place, but just in order to guarantee that no one will change their minds, we go into like the storeroom of the store. We work in like a fucking little tiny little video game store. We're like, okay, well, let's just, just so we're on the same page, like, let's go take a blood oath, you know, so that no one changes where we're going today, you know. So we go in the back and there's just this fucking ritual where we all slice open our hand and it becomes really gruesome and like, t- we, we drink blood and it becomes like a bananas. Maybe I mentioned this the last time you were, you, were, were you and Sheer on the show together and on this show together? Maybe I brought last this time, up. Yeah, yeah, did, yeah. I, did, I, did I bring this up? I don't think time? so. But yeah, so I'm watching that sketch and, and the other thing is that, also, at the time, my my sketch show on VH1, like, there was this cold open we wanted to do where there was a sniper in the in the show or something. It was like kind of an old SCTV style thing where it was just like we would just have different gimmicks for our wraparounds. Yeah. And like, we wanted to just have there was a sniper loose as a cinematic trope. Now you can't pitch that without you, – you would think like, oh, you're doing a mass shooting juggle. It's like, no, snipers weren't that topical. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they were a cinematic trope. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and, and so it, it started we, – when we wrote it, it was that. And then Virginia Tech happened, and then the word came down from VH1, um, which is the same company – Viacom, yeah, uh, saying like, no, don't, can't do this don't uh, do sniper sketch. And then you turned on the TV and saw. Uh, well, I turned. Well, here's what I saw, and I still, and I was like, I, <laughs> I thought, I, I was watching it, and then so that sketch is they take the blood oath, so then they, it just goes insane, and it's like they're rubbing blood on each yeah. other's nipples, and they're just like drinking blood, and it's yeah. going insane, and it turns into this like satanic thing, and there's just blood everywhere, and. In the middle of it, um, just quietly and unceremoniously, this giant lower third bug comes up and it says, uh, MTV, uh, uh, supports the families of the victims of the Virginia Tech Are massacre. Are you serious? Wow. Uh, it, and it just stayed there during that sketch, like just coincidentally, or they. I didn't someone think it was, was a worried. coincidence. Wow. I never heard of the that. Note I got from VH1. I was like, oh, they, and I, I parsed it in two. I was like, oh, because we're not human giant. We, uh, like we gotta get our thing killed. But it was. Uh, but then I thought, well, be reasonable, Dan. They already shot this. Yeah. It's airing, and um, you, they killed your script. 
uh, but this couldn't be killed, so they brought this bug up That's over it. Amazing. I, ah, I but wish I don't. I could see but that. then I talked to people about it later and explained that story. And so, I don't know. It could have been you even said like, no, that was that had to be coincidence, just sheer coincidence. But it looked like they. I don't. Just, yeah. That like, would be. I, I don't think that they are organized enough to like go through their shows and know that. <laughs> There's a really violent, bloody sketch airing tonight. We should put a, <laughs> we should put a, a, a condolence message yeah. there, but that is perfect timing. And also, I don't know, it sounds like something Viacom would do too. You know, like this is, this is really <laughs> perfect way up. of dealing with it. Cause yeah. then the families of the victims would be so relieved. Oh yeah. They'd be watching the sketch. They'd be and watching going the like, sketch. Well, wasn't there show. blood everywhere when my brother got killed? And, and yeah. so I'm feeling bad. I'm, I think I should start flipping the channel. Honey, wait. Wait, <laughs> look. There's a message. We love you. Oh. <laughs> we love you, Donald. Um, fuck. <laughs> if they're going to put that lower third. I'm up. cool with it. <laughs> I'm cool with this sketch. I think we killed Charles Manson. Did, Did he, he just die? die? He died at 8.16. Is that true? Yeah. Did we kill him with yeah. our words? Uh, I think right at the time that we were talking about him dying, he died. We Is said, that true? We said Manson the third time, and he his, his <laughs> yeah. juice wow. got beetled. Yeah. I don't want to become famous for that. Maybe we were the late. The Manson killer. But something, tell, something tells me it was going to happen. Wow. Yeah. So just, uh, is there any, like, what was it, like, just old age? Just, uh, I gotta, I gotta go, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm so upset about no, this. No, no, please. Stay no, with he us. was just like, he was a cool guy. And Nobody the last straw. Right now. No, no, no. He was just, <laughs> stay I gotta with go. Us. I mean, I gotta go. I gotta go. We should pour some more drinks. We should oh, pour some fuck. more drinks. I don't know how to deal with this. I am so sad. He, he, I, I heard he, he, he hung himself in his cell and his note said, he's like, look, I know what's coming. There's a lot of allegations. <laughs> yeah. He I did, did some it. fucked up stuff. He's, People might be talking about this. He's like, yeah, I don't, you know, this is going to ruin me. Yeah. Manson out. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I sexually assaulted Leslie Van Houten. L- and, let's uh, just say I did not <laughs> run an equitable ranch. There will be allegations. I don't know why he didn't get killed in the first place, why there wasn't a death penalty for Well, him. because he, uh, I mean, this is going to sound, the, I know how this is going to make me sound, yeah, and maybe, never but, but I was just about to go like, well, because he barely did anything. Yeah. Yeah. But true. that is the thing, like, I, I, that's a 20 year old fetish I have, not for Manson, but just for like exceptionalism. Like, like I, I just get mad, or I used to get mad, I think there's some residual shit there where I would, I just get mad about like, how hypocritical we are about our treatment of prisoners, murderers, whatever. Like, like he killed, I think he killed a couple people here and there because he was a scumbag, but he was in prison for his entire life because he had more influence over kids than the government. Yeah. And I, I just always is like, this is horse shit. Like, 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 I'm not that you should, he should be out in the street, but then again, also like, 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 come on. Like, like it, like, Pick a lane, society. Are you, are, do you respect this guy or do you, like, 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 I don't know, man. I remember seeing, I've talked about it on this podcast where I was like, I, where I saw like this, this like inside the prison where he was and there was like this like security guard going like, giving a tour of his cell and saying, and like showing all the stuff that he was making, like these art projects, like he'd made like a tarantula out of sock threads and, uh, it was like really looked like a tarantula. Sounds badass. This is a good night to, to, to doff of the cap to Charles Manson's arts and crafts. <laughs> and, 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 and he, he like the prison guard 
kept picking up the stuff. Oh, it looks like he made a tarantula, a photorealistic tarantula out of sock threads. You know, again, he's not supposed to be doing this because he doesn't have his arts and crafts card. He lost it in February. And and I I remember watching it and going like, where's your fucking uh, card for anything, you screw? (laughs) And I was like, and my girlfriend, who was like a huge Roman Polanski fan and who blames Roman Polanski's entire um, uh, weekend, shall we say? She she just blames she blames I, that was my first fight with that girlfriend, and I found out like she, she's like why why don't you marry Charles Manson? I was like what the fuck do you care? What are you? And she's like because you ruined Roman Polanski's life, and, we, and and it was like it was one of those like fights with a girlfriend where you actually kind of fall in love like like during the fight because you're like wow you're you're fucked up too like yeah. you 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 really love Roman Polanski. <laughs> Anyways, so he died just of being. An old dude? I'm pretty sure it's just being an old dude. <laughs> yeah. So wait, refresh my memory. So he, so he, so he, he just told people to kill people. I mean, yeah, he was definitely guilty of murders throughout his life, but I think all, all of the murders that he actually committed himself, he, uh, he, he was paid up on those. Because our society does let you murder some people and like serve a couple years in prison, and he did do that. And then, but the real reason he was in prison is because he was like a cult leader that that inspired people to go out and kill a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. And I always found that a little. Now I'm 44. Now he's dead. I don't care. I'm not an iconoclast anymore. I want my old Obama society back. I I want. I just want to be. I just want a hot cup of coffee and some hypocrisy and some drone strike enforced fucking like first world comfort. I'm sorry I ever talked a tall game. I was never Noam Chomsky. I was never off the grid. I never ate any kind of pill. I'm a fucking pussy, and I just want. I just want my comfort back. I'm sorry I ever sided with Charles Manson. <laughs> But I just, at the time, I felt like if you, if you, if you made me pick a side between the guy that's locked up for influencing people to murder people and the person who's saying, yeah, he's not supposed to make this spider because he doesn't have his arts and crafts card. <laughs> and it's like, I don't want to be on that team. Yeah. Cause then I'm next. Yeah. I'm not going to tell anybody to kill anybody, but at the time I was like, you know, maybe I'll be influencing people from a ranch at some point. Well, in your rap, you did. Yeah. And it could still happen. Give me a beat. Oh, shit. Yo, it's about time. We got a new Manson. Yo, you feel like dancing? To the new Manson. Beat to the beat to the fucking feet. Put your feet down and it's going to be beat. Beat up and beat down. Fucked your mama so hard, a smile was a frown. Turned her upside down, fucked her again. Put my dick inside her mouth, did it again. From 9 to 10, 10 p.m., refractory period. Yo, new Manson. Yo, start dancing. Left foot, right foot, jump in the air. Fucked your mama so hard, gave her long hair. She became a hippie, came to my ranch, said, let's do something trippy. Go up in the hills, kill people with a fork. Right pig on the wall. Start a race war. Black people, white people. That was their plan. <laughs> Does everybody know that was their plan? That was their plan. Charles Manson was a fucking horrible racist. That's the other thing that I learned. That's why I shouldn't be sympathetic to Manson. Charles Manson was a racist guy. He said, here's why. We're going to be the only ones left. We're going to start a race war. Be the only ones left. We're going to go kill these famous people and write black people did it on the wall, basically. And then everyone will kill each other, and then they'll be in a shelter, helter-skelter, and they'll come out and never felt better. All right. 
Charles Manson. Yo, don't stop the beat. Don't stop the beat. New Manson in the street. New Manson's named Dan Harmon. Going on the ranch, he's causing no harm and just inspiring people to live. But what's the shit you give? Gonna put me in a cell next? Just because I sucked your mama's neck? Gave her a hickey? Never slipped her a mickey. It was always consensual on the dance floor. Me and your mama go back a long way. Fucked her mama so hard. She's Doris Day. And I'm Gene Kelly. Fucked your mama until my dick got smelly. Ugh, gross. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So disgusting. Bad rap is no no good. <laughs> a PSA. Bad rap is no good. Metal isn't wood. You can't make a flute from a sewer cap. Rap. Rapity rap. I'm gonna rap about this and rap about that. Put my left foot forward and my right foot back. Oh shit, Manson's back. Get on the floor and tell it people. Go out. You don't need a steeple. Take your shit into the hills and fucking do some kills and write Helter Skelter on the wall and then we'll get a race war from it all and we'll dig a bunker in the ground and here's what we will have found that the black people killed all the white people and then we'll have bottle caps for money and we'll be happy. I'm not sure what the plan was. Okay, here's the deal. I fucked your mama's heel. Rub my dick on the joint. Gave myself a point. Made a game of it. A parlor game. Fucked your mama. Fuck is the same, but the the point's giving me an incentive. When I fuck, I get inventive. Fucked your mama so hard she came. Fucked your mama, did it again. Went to Detroit. Fucked your mama in Beloit. That's a place in Wisconsin. Your mama is ensconced in my cum. All right. No more fucking mamas. It's the wrong time. It's not the right place to be disrespecting women all over the place. You rhyme place to place, and then you get a rhyme coming on her face. And women are human beings. They're they're equals, and they have feelings, and we should respect them as partners. But I fucked your mama really hard, harder than I've ever fucked your dad. And when I fuck men, it, I'm not half bad. I'm bisexual, bi-curious. I'm going to fuck you so hard that you wonder what it is that I did with you last night. And then you'll go to work, and you'll start to feel tight, and you're neck and your spine and part of your calf and then you go to the doctor and he'll say what have you done and you'll say son went out with dan Harmon and the fun begun and he'll say don't do don't go out with him he's fucked up he goes to the gym with rob hubel when he works out fucked his mama until she got the gout her legs got kind of cramped on the ramp on the treadmill rob hubel gonna do it in the bubble <laughs> rob hubel's mom's here to stay Rob Hubel workout today. Rob Hubel workout rap. Rob Hubel don't take that. Rob Hubel work them bones. Rob Hubel don't go home. Rob Hubel gonna get fit. Rob Hubel's mom's got tits. I squeeze them and I fuck them. I lick her titties and suck them. I made his mom pregnant. Rob Hubel is my son. Rob Hubel's my son. That's where the story begun. I held Rob Hubel up and said, be like your dad, seven up. Scintillating, effervescent, elevating. <laughs> Bring my dick up to floor three. Take a pee. There's a vast difference between you and me in the elevator of my dick, you see. Vast difference. <laughs> Seminal vesicles. Tube leading from my testicles. 
seminiferous tubules. YouTube with the jewels. YouTube, YouTube, seminiferous YouTubules. Yo, New Manson. I'm dancing, hopping down, make a frown. New Manson. New Manson. New Manson just got born on Sunday morn. Got all shaven and shorn. Eat some corn. Mash it up. Make it soup. Pee it out. Eat it with poop. Put it on a plate with a fork. Fuck your mama like my name was Mork. Mindy. In the place to be. Pam Dauber doesn't need more grief. Leave her out of it. New Manson. New Manson, Charles' name. Inspiring's my game. Gonna talk to people, tell them what to do, take out the forks, killing through, stab pregnant women. Then go swimming in their blood. Roman Polanski got so fucked up that he fucked a child. That's what's up. It's Charles Manson's fault. What, his hands were tied on that one, apparently. That's what they say. <laughs> if it hadn't been for Manson, he would have been a proud father. Roman Polanski. It's kind of weird when you see his recent movies with Johnny Depp. They're not that good. Forgive me. AFI Top 100. Fucked your mama so hard. <laughs> Charles Manson. Yeah. Manson. Sock threads. Sock threads make a spider. Fucked your mama on a rider truck. U-Haul, don't matter which one. Took it across the country to have some fun. Moved from New York to L.A. Started a killing spree today. Started a cult on a Manson ranch. Said, go out there like your name was Blanche on Golden Girls. Take this fork for a world. Go stab some people with it. All right, we're, we're talking in circles. <laughs> Massacres. Blood. Virginia Tech. Families. Word. Johannesburg. All right. Stop. <laughs> New Manson. Man, they could have. New I, Manson. I, it's, not, it's not your guy's job to put me out of my misery, but yeah. No. Well done, sir. You took, you, you New made Manson, the whole... There were some catchy parts. There were some Manson. catchy parts. Well, you, will, you, you have done stuff for HBO. And you've done stuff for Adult Swim that you've been a producer. Is that something that you, I know, you're right the off best Manson. at bringing it back to me? No, this is the, uh, but I, I don't want to ruin it by saying it, but this is the perfect fucking show format. It's like, just fucking, that's my dream. It's just, <laughs> you like, you like producing. Is it, it, do you lean towards producing more than performing? Um, I, I don't love doing that. Cause it's um, hard. I, yeah, I don't like, I'll I tell you what I like. I like it. I, I I'm, as lazy as the next person. I, I like it when you can show up and, uh, and they wrote a really funny script and you do that script. And if, and if there's time, they're like, and, uh, and improvise and also make it, if you want to throw in your own jokes, like I love that. But, um, 
more and more it, that doesn't happen. Very, so I feel like I write stuff out of necessity, like yeah. for, for myself. And that's and, not and a sustainable life, right? Like an actor's life. It, it, I, I don't think that you it is. You could get really caught off guard. Like yeah. it's like next to NFL player in how how well you're treated for yeah. a very short time. Yes, and then, and then you, you and be, then you are you are your phone does not ring. Yeah, I just didn't ever want to be. One of, uh, you know, you, you know, you want to be able to control things as much as you can. And, um, and, and I, you know, I, I'm not a good writer. I don't think I'm a good writer, but I, uh, it's fucking really hard or uh, I have a hard time writing. You probably just fucking pound it out and it's genius, but like I fucking sit there and like just sweat it out. It's so hard, but, uh, I just, you know, is you, that you, the hardest part? What's that? Is that the hardest part? Or is the, the writing? Hardest, or is it harder to manage? Cause you the, the manage, yeah, yeah, the, the managing of the thing, I, I've had help with because, uh, the, like for dead body and stuff, I did that with the guys from Children's Hospital with Abominable, and so they helped with all that and Funnier Die. So I've had a lot of support with, I don't know how to fucking hire crews and do a budget for a show. Like I, I sort of hire someone to do that for me. Um, but the actual, like, you know, but, but, so I try to focus on like the writing and then like getting the right mix of actors to help us out, other comedy people to help us out. So I, I like all that, but, but to your, to your point, I do that out of necessity because yeah. like to, to just be like a guy that's popping up every now and then on TV shows and movies like that, you can't, I don't know how you would, can do that anymore. Like I right. think you have to have like, you know, I would just have filled with panic the whole time. Yeah, you have to be creating stuff. You know, you have to. Uh, because even if you're successful at it, I think that the psychological of not controlling your own destiny is still a mind fuck. But which I'm, makes I'm, me I'm, admire I'm, actors because they, I mean, it's to be able to suppress that anxiety mm-hmm. and not like succumb Go to that. Completely insane. Yeah, but I, I, I do get very jealous of people that, um, that just fucking show. You know, they just like, oh, and then I was on. This show, and then I did this huge movie, and now I'm, I'm fucking set. You yeah. know, it's like, I just haven't had that, and like, yeah, you know, the, um, but more power to you if like that's your, yeah. if you can if be a guy for hire. Yeah. Well, what yeah. is the goal? The goal, cause I, 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 I've been a fool, I think, or have I? Maybe I'm nailing it. I don't know, cause I just feel like I've spent so long in such a panic, and I've backed into, well, so it's like there's this fundamental layer of like, well, you gotta not be homeless. You gotta not end up fucked up. Like, like, like you gotta end up not stupid. Like, like that you, you didn't see this trend or that trend coming or the, the, you know, you didn't see your own obsolescence. You didn't, you, you gotta, it's, it's, I just have this very Wisconsin, like just terror in yeah. me that I don't even think about. It's just there. It's just the foundation of my life. It's like, you gotta retire. Which is so funny, cause it's like... I'm not, yeah, I have no desire to retire. Like, I do. Like, what I, would I you just, do? Like, what, what I would, would do? fucking, I, like, not knowing the answer to that question is called freedom. All you have to do is find a million dollars under a rock. And then, yeah, I do Rick and Morty. I do stuff for fun. Like, I, I, Oh no! What? Come back! <laughs> Come back! <laughs> well, I was just thinking. Well, I was just thinking about the fact that I'm yeah, I'm just so wrong about everything because I always I do all this shit, you know, and it probably like, it's like Rick and Morty comes from such joy, 
so easy. It was like Adult Swim said, do something. And I said, well, I don't want to do something bad. So I called Justin and then like just, just, just yes anded Justin into this thing that makes so many people happy that then also now is the thing that I'm going to end up, that is going to represent the biggest paycheck I've ever gotten out of all the shit that I've ever done. And it, it's also the thing that was just fun. So what is all this other Daffy Duck shit that I'm always pulling where I'm like, well, you know, I think that uh, fiber optic is the future. So I, I want to get in a room with Taco Bell and talk to them about a sketch show made of ground beef yeah. where you can vote for each crouton. And I've got, I call it the Harmon Taco Deluxe uh, package. And like, like I'm trying to be a producer because I'm in a panic, you know? Yeah, I, I I don't I don't know the answer. I guess it just depends on what yeah what you it's how you value your time and how you value your sanity and 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 how and if money is the most important thing or if it's just like oh I want to make something that I really like and uh, you know I don't know I don't know it's different for everybody I guess um, except for the hustle the hustle is the same no, for the, all yeah your hustle is yeah. the same for whether everybody. it comes hustle. from wanting to retire earlier whether it comes from having to put food yeah. on the table or whether it comes from wherever it's it does not change well that's what's funny but is you've like people, been great at it well i don't know about great but i just try to fucking keep doing shit but uh but thank you for saying that but but that's what's funny to me is like people online or whatever like on twitter or whatever just like what, when people say like, "Why the fuck would you do that?" What you know, they'll see you in something that's shitty, mm-hmm. and like, "Oh, why would you do that?" It's like, well, one, you just try a lot of shit. Some of it is good, some of it is not good. You saw something that wasn't that good. I'm I'm doing other shit too, <laughs> right. you know. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you. That thing was not that good, you know. Like, you know, whatever. But uh, <laughs> why were you in Garfield? Seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then and then yeah, but then there's stuff like that. Like like I would be in Garfield Seven in a heartbeat. Well, because the stakes are pretty yeah. low. Like you shouldn't care if you're. Why are you watching Garfield Seven? Exactly. That's that's what yeah. I say. I say why the fuck are you watching Garfield Seven? <laughs> why, why did you see me at that party? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would love to be in Garfield Seven. I feel like that stigma has gone away, which is a good thing, probably. But it's gone away because, like, it, ho- that, that Hollywood like edifice has been cracked. Like, we're we're on it, it, like people look at what we do as honest labor now a little bit. They look at it as very, very privileged. Like, we're lucky because I haven't lifted a box in yeah. years yeah um and i have a five bedroom house and i don't have five children i have two dogs and some slim jims and i and, and, and it's like so it's a mansion relative to what i've done and who i am and it's a fucking wonderful life um and so it's but i do at the same time think that on an unconscious level People don't think about it anymore the way they used to. I remember when David Cross was in Small Soldiers <laughs> 2 or something, and I was like, what, David? Yeah. Because I was f- fresh off the boat from Milwaukee and was like, oh, uh, yeah, I, it's just everything was a choice and everything mattered. Yeah. And, like, I don't think any – I can't imagine anybody's like, Aubrey Plaza, why would you do Grumpy Cat? Like, like, like right. I don't – I think uh, the answer to everything now is because – it's a joke because life's a joke right because <laughs> working yeah. is important and it and also all... sometimes it's like it was december and there was nothing else going on and <laughs> yeah. i wanted to go to fucking you know they were shooting it in australia and right. i thought that'd be a fun place to go but I was, that old I was world in the middle of depression and yeah. they called so i had to get off the couch yeah or i just I broke so up psyched. with my boyfriend and i wanted to get <laughs> away from him so i went to yeah me wondering why david cross is in small soldiers too uh 
comes from this weird old world uh, supposition that the goal is to become Cary Grant or something. That there's yeah. going to be like like you're going to be in Lawrence of Arabia if you play your cards right, or you're going to be Bill Murray. And like, I just don't. We don't. We see that doesn't exist anymore. I don't. Yeah, it's hard to tell though because yeah. it's a moving target. Because like my world has become completely different. So yeah. I don't know if when I like I don't know if the world has changed or I've changed. But when I see a a a, a poster on a bus stop and like Paul F. Tompkins is looking out from behind a genie bottle or whatever, that's I'm making that up. That's not real. But but if <laughs> if I saw it. that, I would be like, I'd toot my horn and go like, fuck, yes, Paul F. Yep. <laughs> get yeah. it. Get yeah. that paycheck. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I don't, but maybe that's, that's a total distortion of, of, of working out here. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know that those, uh, that that status exists anymore of like, oh, then you just like the Cary Grant analogy is like. A good one, but yeah, I don't, I don't think that exists. I don't think you ever graduate to this stratosphere where then you just fucking like coast, you know, and you're just in fucking huge, awesome projects. I mean, maybe like, I feel like Chris Pratt has done that, you know, like in, in a, in a cool way. Like he's in huge, cool movies and, uh, you know, uh, you know, but even Middle Ditch is doing phone ads that, and and usually you didn't do those at the same time you you do a series you yeah. get off the series and you'd be like do you guys miss me i'm repping, i'm repping a product but Whereas when i see middle ditch like, in a phone ad my first thought is cha-ching yeah, yeah absolutely. like like, yeah, like, like so happy. smart i think all yeah. that has changed i think the the commercial thing has changed yeah. i think like now yeah there's no shame in that like i think yeah. i feel like that's just fucking and it's simultaneous their money yeah you're yeah. on a tv show yeah and you've got great commercials it's yeah. great yeah. Cause, cause, and, and I would feel the same way about an NFL player. Like if you, I, I'm not a fan of sports, but every time I see an athlete in a sock commercial or something, I'm like, Oh good. Save your money. Like don't like you're a gladiator and they're going to murder you and hang you up to dry. And like, it's so great for you and your family that you got to like advertise beef steak or something like, like if you make it through that thing, like just. Put that money in a coffee can and fucking guard it with a shotgun. Like buy a house in the worst part of the, the country and so that it stays there forever. Stay Farm is the greatest insurance on the planet. Stay Farm. <laughs> My name is Jumping Jack uh, Lightning. You probably ask yourself why I'm at IHOP. <laughs> is there is there any commercial? Not that you were doing him, but is there any commercial that Shaq will not do? <laughs> Back pain, like. Bad pills, Man, Taco Bell, Everything. Pepsi, Don's back pill, Depends underwear, air. <laughs> I, Welcome to China. I was at the I was at the Turner Upfronts, uh, and who was the com- it was the combination of like uh, uh, Conan and I think Charles Barkley and uh, Anderson Cooper. Like really fun, but I was like, I was amazed. Like Charles Barkley is like really funny. He's like, he's like really. Is he known as uh, among? I don't, uh, I don't like, know him. He's hilarious. I, but I mean, do people do, do, do people like? Is his reputation? Is he like the Jenny McCarthy of basketball players? In that it's like, oh look, he can like make faces too. It's like he's the David Lee Roth of um <laughs> of basketball players. You're like, man, fuck this. <laughs> you funny, but fuck this dude. <laughs> but he he does have uh he's got bits. He's the comic relief. But that, that Shaquille O'Neal, uh, Waze voice. Careful. <laughs> There's an obstruction coming up. Don't have a shack accident. Amazing. 
We love that. I like, yeah, like that, that. There's a there's tarot cards we have for different people. Like we we need an Athena, we need an Aphrodite, we need a Zeus, we need a Hermes. Like we like sh- like Arnold Schwarzenegger occupied this like ama- for like so long. It was just like. His catchphrases were parodies of catchphrases, yeah. which were parodies of catch. It's just like he, he, like, like, like you always want that like big dumb brute, like, 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 like somebody that kind of sounds like they're an oaf, and, yeah. then, and that they just like say stuff like Shaxident. <laughs> I'm not. I'm sorry, Shaquille O'Neal, if I called you an oaf. Like, okay. I, I don't. I don't know if you have a more money than you. Dan, like you. I, 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 you're a giant. Like, maybe, uh, you sound slow because your heart is probably beating like a whale's. Like, like, like it's probably it's probably like when you when you listen to the whale beats and it's like boom, boom, because it's like a bucket of blood has to go up nine feet. <laughs> You are never going to be on his podcast. I, 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 there's no way I'm digging myself out of this no. nine foot, uh, three hundred pound hole of right. making fun of Shaquille O'Neal. I didn't mean to call him slow. I feel like I should just leave you here to wallow in this hole, but we have to Wait, wrap it up. You, in a much better you can way help me. That. No, Brandon. Nope. nope. <laughs> Talk nope. to Tiny Brandon for me. Tell no, him Tiny help Brandon. me with Shaq. <laughs> Tiny Brandon's pissed off too. Tiny Brandon's fucked. <laughs> Shit. I am fucked. I have no support system in the African American community. <laughs> let's uh, let's take him home with something sweet. Did we talk through a whole podcast? Did we, we did. do it? We actually we we it? pulled it Thank off. Thank you so much, Rab Hubel. Dude, thanks for letting me come out here and and I, I gotta say, man, uh, New Manson. <laughs> yeah. Should, that sh- I hope that yeah. that catches fire. Yeah. I, I just got a text from Ryan Seacrest. And, uh, <laughs> once we clear it, uh, Ryan Seacrest I, is. Yeah, is, are you hanging out with him right yeah, now? Yeah, we're the same height. It seems like he has more shit to deal with right now than <laughs> no, texting you. No, it's pretty much sixteen hours a day, <laughs> and then he goes back to work. He's always texting you. Does anybody ever connect the dots between Seacrest and Watercress? There's no, probably nothing to do there, right? Seacrest. Like it feels, it feels like a, a rap song about to happen. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. And even for... Hubel, Hubel might have to jump in on this one for just a couple oh, bars. Shit. Yeah, I think I'll have to throw it to both of you. I'll, nice. fuck, it, I'll fuck it up. Oh shit. Yo. Okay. Right about now, it's time to rap. I'm rapping. It's not about just clapping. It's not about fur trapping. It's not turn of the century. Inter overlapping. We're just waiting waiting for that beat to drop a little. Colonial nightmare. Sea to sea. Shining coast to coast. Look at me. Plymouth Rock done landed on me. Cause I ain't doing nothing but slinging rock, you see. From Staten Island to the coast and Maine. And to the Bahamas is my game. I got every borough. I can name them by name. I got Queens, Brooklyn, Bahamas, and Maine. Yo, I knew all of New York. I could count the times like my fingers were a fork. Uh, my name's Poseidon and I live under the water. I'm, I'm fucking mamas and I'm also fucking daughters because everyone is a fish to me and I can talk to fish as well as you can see. And you can see in the dark, but you cannot see me because I'm the monster that's coming after thee. I talk biblical when I'm stretching for a rhyme. I talk biblical when the forks need a tie. I talk biblical. When I grab another time, I'm p- Poseidon, and I talk biblical to dodge shit. Yo, I fucked your mama so hard. 
Fuck your mama so hard. Fuck your mama for a hundred yards, throwing it to MC Jubal. Now. Tears on the face of Ryan Seacrest. Tears on the face of Ryan Seacrest. He thought he was the best, but he is a monster. Seacrest, you know you did it. Like a alcoholic sponsor, you was a monster. Back to Jubal. Check out the beats. Rhymes ain't futile. Yo. Yo. Stalling, stalling for the beat, waiting for it to yes. drop. Yes. Right about now, tricky beat, stalling for beats, stalling for rhymes, stalling for time, stalling for feet, stalling all the time, yeah. stalling for crime, stalling all across this country line. New Manson, favorite song, New Manson is my favorite song, except for the part about murdering pregnant women. Not cool with that. Not cool with that. Super stony beat. Super stony. On my feet. Weed is what you like to smoke when you have got to fight a bully at your school or house. Smoke that weed. Then go downtown and get some secrets. A sandwich for him to eat. And then... I drive the beat back to your house where Seacrest lives. He lives in the mouse with his friends. Oh, now. Brandon's going to take it like milk from a cow. He's going to squeeze the udders and make you all shudder. Brandon Johnson in the house now. I might not take this shit like milk, but I come dressed oh so silk. Clean as fuck, oh my god, so sharp I fuck this motherfucking mom straight up in the park After dark, we be running round, getting down I'm a fucking queen, so hard, knock off the crown I'm fucking mamas, my dick is causing mad drama Look at me, damn, I really miss Obama Anyway, back to your mom, here's how we parlay Got her on her back, spread the pussy open like a filet Niggas, sir, that shit, I'm a freaking see your mama Hit it now, banging on them drums, call it time Shout out to Tama, or shall we say Ludwig? Ooh wee, ooh wee, look at what the kid just did. Jumped on stage, and he's funky like someone shit it. I'ma pass it back to you, Jen. Come on and get it. Can't believe you get to say the N word. I can't believe you get to say the N word. I'm gonna use that as an excuse why my rhymes are weaker than yours. <laughs> you can say niggling. No. <laughs> Nope, nope. It's just being lazy, nope, nigga. Nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Keep your yo, mama giggling. Right about now, we're not going to try to follow that. We're going to leave this world like a cat in a hat. <laughs> How weak we've gotten. Uh, Brandon Johnson's rhymes leave us besotten. That's not a word. It's been a good show. It hasn't been a turd. If it did seem like a turd it had some healthy peanuts in it and those were our words we spoke from the heart we spoke from the head i fucked your mama until cake turned to bread um reverse midas i make shit less valuable new manson yo new manson was had its moments yo 
Zach McKeever was on Beats. Yeah. He also does all the audio treats. Yeah. But not just treats. He does all the foundations. Everything you hear is due to Zach McKeever's nation. Chris Baruff is the man that directs the show. He looks through his eyes and so you go. If you are immersed, it's due to his talent. Yo, Alan Havey. Sarah Hill. Oh, shit. Sarah Hill. Oh, shit. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Hill. Go up the hill, come down again. She's not just Chris Bruff's girlfriend. <laughs> That's not fair to her. She does a lot of work. She keeps the show together. She comes up with the titles. She gives them to me on a list, and that makes me entitled to pick one of them. And then I say, I'll choose that one. And then she also, okay. Uh, all right, we ran out of beat. Um, and, uh, Shout out to Steve Levy. <laughs> <laughs> and now we got a Levy. <laughs> Good night, all. Uh, Nolan Fabricas, thank you as well. This has been Harmontown. Thank you to Rob Hubel. Thank you for having me. Watch Do You Want to See a Dead Body on YouTube Red. I've been Brandon thank Johnson you. in for Jeff Davis. We miss you so much, Jeff Davis. Hurry on back. We also miss you, church. We'll see you next time. Good night. Peace out. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.